Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the old dropped frames. Good morning, 718, 186, and number 41, Your Majesty. Welcome. 179. I'm 179. You told me in the Twitter DM that you were 186. What And changed? then upon further... This is total 186 uh, upon... mentality right here. Such a prima donna. I, it's... Thinking he's one of the greatest, it's... but he's 186. Uh, you know, I just want to be put. I want. I want to be put where I deserve to be put, which is even further ahead of everyone else here. <laughs> <laughs> so, if a one eight seven is murder, what would one eight six be? Like, I don't know. Almost like it's premeditated it's really murder. Or, yeah, I guess no. Go. That that's one step too far. It would be. Yeah. He's yeah. thinking about it. Would be, it. Like, uh, like the Princess Bride mostly dead. Yeah, <laughs> he made someone yeah. mostly, mostly dead. dead. Exactly. Exactly. Uh Co is still on the old uh, maternity leave. I think he'll uh, be back probably first week of November, maybe last week of October. Um, so he's still getting used to having three kids, which I don't know if you ever get used to. I think that just kind of takes over your life. Uh and that becomes your life. And so when he's felt figured out and, and felt like he's accomplished how to deal with that, he's welcome back <laughs> to the show. Yeah. Um, uh, Max, how are things going for you with uh Hi, I um Pretty good. You're a little Metroid's tired. taking over my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we have to talk about it. <laughs> we will. We will. You were up uh, apparently until about two hours ago, something like that. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, okay. We don't want to. Okay. That's, that's yeah. That was, that was a stupid decision on my part. Well, it happens. It happens. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, Jerry. Yeah, doing, um... <laughs> oh, oh, Max. What? Yeah. Sorry. I cut away way too good. fast. I'm 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 relating to Co on on a spiritual level because uh, I'm still getting used to uh, having a baby and she's already 14 months old. So I'm I'm still like that's, hanging that's on the wild. side of a ledge and each finger is grabbing loose and I try to restrain myself again. So I definitely sympathize with them. That's a little wild that it's already been that long. Does it feel like it's been that long or is it going too fast for you? At times, it it absolutely feels like it's been that long. But time dilation is like a weird thing the older you get. So it's it's bizarre. It's like, yeah, it's absolutely been that long. And it also was yesterday. I'm only laughing because on one of the other shows, we have this discussion literally every single week about time dilation. About time? As yeah. you get older, time passes faster. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. They know very much about it on my channel. It's a very real thing. If you're young, treasure that time. It's a real thing. Yeah. Because when you get older, it goes way too fast uh jericho how are you doing what are you yes. up to i, I hear you're a little uh, uh tired as well this morning at least if twitter's uh, anything to go by you said you were drinking your your coffee oh yeah i mean it's just like i don't usually talk like usually the first words that i say i have a uh my cleaners are in the background so this will be great maybe we'll Fucking get a 186 but... just out here to get has <laughs> people clean his house that's that's not a luxury that i can uh, i'm sorry totally that they're here tomorrow <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to keep it clean. You know, I I left, it was really windy the last two days, and I left my door, like, I have these two, um, like, doors to the balcony that I can open up, and I left those open overnight because I wanted it to be chilly, and I woke up this morning to a, uh, like, a very visible layer of sand across all of everything in the house. That's not us. good. Because the wind was coming from the west, which was bringing all the the sand and the dust. So yeah, thank God that's they're a here. Bad time. I, yeah, you didn't wake up with like sand in the bed. That that might be 
I have not experienced that, but that seems like it would be a bad experience. No, I don't think it was that bad, but it was just like, I, it was very noticeable and it was covering everything. So don't do that. Okay. I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. Don't leave your door open. Uh, if you live near a beach or on a coastal city, it's bad times or a desert or, or a desert. Both. <laughs> or or the polar opposite both. of that. Yeah. 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 So you can pay people money to clean up after you. It's true. No. Yeah. I wrote myself a Just note. I'm, you. Gonna, I'm definitely going to like look into that. That's a, that's like, a 500, 500 or less move there. Zeke. Oh, they'll, they'll ask you what oh. your Twitch rank is. And if, yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Can I fudge the numbers a little bit? Like, I mean, I don't know how they're like going to check them. As far as I know, the website actually you're... went down that I was using for rankings. It's one of the reasons yeah, why yeah, I had yeah. to go There's off a at the end. Yeah, I saw that. I, I found yeah. the paste bin, which is where I found Max. Dude, dudes. you, I'm not even kidding. You guys mentioned it, and you reminded me that that happened. Yeah. Like, news moves way, so fast on the internet now that I, like, forgot that shit took place. Totally. Yeah. And it's been a week. It has been a week. It's uh, We have this unfortunate uh, circumstance that occurs a lot on Drop Frames where we talk about the news the literal last on the internet. Uh, because yeah. news no always breaks anymore. on like Thursday, right after we do a show. So we get the last word uh, a lot of times. But yeah, I guess let's start there. Let's uh, start with the Twitch leak. Uh, well, when you said the Twitch stuff, yeah, I, I I was like, what what Twitch stuff are you talking about? Right. Yeah. When you first oh, that joined, shit, we didn't talk about that yet. No, because we we played right, Battlefield we uh, last week. That we also didn't have a show last yeah. week. So I guess. Oh yeah, that's true. That's it true. did break last Wednesday. Now that I think it about was, it, it broke literally on that day. On that because day. I remember coming in and berating you uh, yes. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I, I think that's a, a good way to start that uh, that segment of the the news. So if you weren't aware uh twitch quite literally had the entire source code for the website leak last wednesday which is probably the bigger news out of there alongside that there was also a couple other things uh, including the creator revenue dating back from august 2019 till i think october 4th of this year uh so about what is that 18 months two years 18 months something like that uh of actual which is a weird chunk for them just to have it is yes it's very yeah. strange uh, it, it seems like there was like an analytic report pulled or something that was a you part of that know? you want to know what it was let's hear it in my opinion okay it was and... when ninja left for mixer he left in august 2019 oh you think so they pulled it then to like evaluate streamers I... for contracts yeah contracts yeah straight why else would you have that data i think that's when they started tracking because they were like, uh, I mean, that makes yeah, sense. Because they weren't doing that in the in the in the past. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it's interesting because you know I was talking with Zeke about it uh, before you guys joined the call. Like, I had a lot of people reach out and say like, "Hey, are you good? Like, the the Twitch leak happened. Are you fine?" It's like, dude, I don't think a single creator that I know gave a fuck, right? Like, we all yeah. just memed about it and you know made jokes with our numbers and and in a lot of ways it kind of like clears the air when you enter into a conversation because you don't have to like i think most streamers on the platform at least that i uh talk with generally have like an idea of what other creators are making on the platform it's not necessarily like a secret that creators uh you know keep close to them close to their vest uh, or their I chest. think it's the fact that a lot of people don't know what like the split is in subscribers and stuff like that. People just yeah. don't know what like you start off at like fifty percent and things like that, and that that whole conversation. Because right. I, 
I mean, some some channels focus on that, and I I think it's just because mine has been so different. Like I I so never needed to like include subscriber numbers and stuff like that like on my streams. Right. So when people eventually come across it, they're like, "Whoa! Like wow! Really?" And like, "Yeah, dude, I've been streaming for eight years with like <laughs> ten thousand people on average for a couple. Like that isn't worth nothing on the internet, you know?" Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I I think in a lot of ways too. Um, for me, it was a little bit of a, uh, like I told you so moment when crit roll was sitting at number one and like the reason oh, yeah. they're number one is not only cause they're obviously very successful, they have VODs behind a sub wall. And when you have a couple hundred thousand people watching every single Thursday, some of those people are going to subscribe. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> like, know that. That was my, my whole business yeah. platform for seven or eight years. It's why we averaged like yeah. five or 6,000 subs. And it's why when we took it away, yeah. we dropped about 3,000 subs. Uh, I don't know if anybody else, like, I don't know if any of you guys ran into this situation, but I definitely saw the same thing for Critical Role, where people were like, Shocked. good for them. I Fucking saw a little bit good of that. for them. That shit is great. Good for them. Good for you. Like, good, good shit. Like, I remember, like, that sort of being the overwhelming sentiment behind yeah. a lot of people, instead of, like, beration of, like, you lying scum bitch. Like, like people just super, like, wow. Like, no, it's more like, yeah, no, this guy's been doing this for a long time, or this this girl's been doing this for a long time. They absolutely deserve it kind of thing. Like, that, I, it was mostly met with positivity, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, I would say generally uh, that, that was the case. I think there are the outliers, like Hassan obviously got utterly destroyed and became like the focal point um for a lot of people sanabi uh if you're not when isn't he it's true it's true he does like to be the uh the martyr for us streamers in a lot of ways Um, i don't think he likes it well yeah it's a good point he doesn't necessarily like it but he is uh unfortunately Uh, can you can you like i i i'm not sure like people have a hard time understanding that a socialist can make money and so like when he preaches constantly like redistributing the wealth or tax tax the rich eat the rich and then he is also one of the rich they just you know fail to they can't comprehend that in a lot of ways crowd i just he also bought a 2.7 million million dollar house and so like that recently there's a bunch of like news attached to all that that it's just how it is um yeah, I, I did see, uh, Max, you were talking about how everyone was was very positive. There was also a side of, uh, I think, the Crit Roll fan base that was like, they make how much money? And that was kind of like, well, what the fuck do you think they're doing? Like, doing this for cookies and cream? <laughs> it's a business. They have like 30 employees, right? <laughs> like, there's a reason that, uh, you know, <laughs> they can afford that it's, shit. It's that same mentality where... Uh, or, or a lot of people I was seeing the impression were like, I can't believe these people get like paid this much money, which is like only a certain very extremely small percentage of people amongst the giant percentage of Correct. tens of thousands that barely even get a minimum oh. wage, right? So it, the, for once, well, just to establish it, the percentage is very small. Like This is yes. like your chance of making it big in Hollywood kind of chances, right? And, but I saw a lot of responses on like threads and shit, because of course we're trying to keep up with like, well, how, do, how are people reacting to this? Yeah. And it was mostly like, like, dude, these, like, all these streamers are running their own like private broadcasts out of their house and managing all these systems and subsystems on top of things that would be worth a shit ton of money if they made that their profession for like another big company or something like that. And it's true, like a lot of the skills you pick up between audio engineering, between video engineering, between like Community capturing management. stuff, between sinking it like yeah. like the actual art of making putting a stream together and figuring it the hell out is technically like a skill base now and and being able to once again to manage it all if it's just you doing it that's 
yes like that's the this most taxing shit in the world when you're a broadcaster and shit goes wrong and you have to like debunk live on stream while still being like hey i'm having a great time and holly fuck my computer's on fire right right that was one of the the i think narratives that uh drop frames pushed pretty early on is kind of like telling people what it is to be a broadcaster right like we we were very upfront with just because we stream and play video games for a living doesn't mean that there's work uh there's not work outside of that right um and we kind of like pushed that pretty early on and i think most of uh ko's mine and zeke's community are understanding of that and most of the people that come on the show have communities that are understanding of that as well but there's a lot of people that think oh you just you just turn video games on and and do that for seven or eight hours a day so <laughs> some people you just can't change well, the minds of right you mentioned you mentioned how few people uh were were directly like named in this when i don't quote me i didn't do the math but somebody said that list was only of partners that made more than twenty thousand dollars aggregate over those two years 18 months however uh and when you because twitch's partner number is public it's some yeah. amount yeah it's like 0.04 percent of twitch partners made twenty thousand dollars in two years so right. like which by the way is not a even good chunk wage. of money Right. Well, no, not even close, but like, it's a good chunk. Actually, it is kind of close. That's depressing. But like, you know, it's a big chunk of money, um, which is nice. But like to look at it and then even like try and scale that up to like how many people who can even earn money, affiliates, whatever, it's like 0.1% could even get on that list. So it's a wild, like it, it, it's kind of humbling and it puts into perspective the amount of work that goes into it. But also at the same time, it was really cool to be able to look at some people who are maybe averaging 60 80 100 viewers who were still relatively high up on that list because they have supportive communities or they've been you know established themselves on twitch early on so that was cool for me to see as well it was for sure a lot of rich people but also people that have been grinding quietly and and reaping some benefits from it yeah yeah and also uh the thing that i that i think the reason why it didn't bother probably me or probably a lot of people is that like biggest chunk of that money is you guys out there like yeah it's not like so it's that's... not like i'm like twitch is paying me a shitload you guys more than like Speak for yourself more than lion's share of of what i make <laughs> is from you know people who choose to subscribe and tip and all that shit yeah. yeah yeah this isn't this isn't like like i mean in some places yes there is subscriber walls behind videos and stuff like that and that's just part of their business model right. and i'll never give people shit for that because that's just the way they do business and they found a way to make it work right, i've never right. done that like all my vod's have always been free and i'm 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 here to like remind people that this was a this is a free website like watching oh, right. streams is 100 free and has been 100 free even without a uh even without like an account for a hell of a long time so quite literally the numbers you're seeing represented for streamers and uh like these ten thousand people that might have had their information leaked is literally out of not like direct subscription models to watch my content just that people gave a shit that right you made an you had you had enough of an impact on somebody that they wanted to support what you were doing so that you can continue to do it and that is that is honestly like one of the most honest friggin' models that you can kind of have on the platform in similar ways to what people have with Patreon and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, you say subscribe, I'm way more motivated to stream a whole bunch more. And that's kind of been the working relationship for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point for sure. Um, <clears throat> I think the other story that 
you know, we, we focused on the idea of the analytics being reached, but that that's in my eyes, that's nothing compared to the idea that the fucking source code of Twitch was leaked, right? Like that's the big news. Yeah. So the funny. source code of Twitch was leaked. I need to repeat that to myself every once in a while to, to realize like how big of a deal that is. It's not necessarily that someone can like just spin up a brand new Twitch site. Those servers cost a fuck ton of money. And there's a reason why Amazon is one of the few companies that can do something like that. Right. Um, but yeah, the source code of Twitch was leaked. That's kind of a big deal. There was probably a lot of scrambling going around and probably still is uh, behind the scenes. Um, I think there was also was... a lot of like developer commentary left in that leak. Um, and so people have been parsing through that. There was like a banned words filter that got passed around, with a lot, which a lot of people were diving into. Um, they'll probably be pulling shit from that. I think it was like, what, 124 gigs or something of data was leaked and like, the majority of that is just straight text. You know how much text is in 124 gigabytes of data? It's so, so many, like, that's like millions <laughs> of pages of shit. Yeah, literally millions of pages of shit. Uh, there's, Was that's it all insane. just text? I would assume so. I didn't mm -hmm. dive in or download it myself, but yeah. Okay. Um, that's wild. That's a, just an insane amount of data. Um, so much so that, like, there's no way one person can cull through that and, and or comb through that and, and find everything um so we'll see what happens with all of that stuff uh they came out and said that as far as i think they said either as far as they know or they did confirm that there was no uh, personal information like credit card they don't store credit cards um at twitch and no like personal information in, for, in terms of addresses or anything were leaked as well um that was what they said right out of the gate like the next day but they've remained quiet on the situation apart from that um, and I would assume they probably won't say anything else um, unless they need to. It's already done. Yeah. I mean, it's already blown over. Yeah, that's true. Also, it's not like it's cool. That's it's cool. It's it's funny that source code got leaked. Right. We all know that's a bad thing. But like we, we're not talking about an app startup here where, you know, they're at a point where somebody can rip their code, change it slightly, you know, and get away with it. Right. It's like you said, Twitch can't really do much with source code and also nobody like an average user doesn't give a shit like what like what's what's it matter to them that the source code was leaked yeah you know yeah so yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like what are you going to use that for without all the the crazy developer back end like right like yeah. the millions of dollars it takes to actually operate everything it's got to plug like, in this shit yeah it, 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 it seems to me the only thing might be potential security issues like backdoor stuff mm. but that would still take a shit ton of work of going through pages upon pages upon pages upon pages of stuff and figuring out how the hell it works yeah, yeah. What were we gonna say, Zeke? The Golden Kappa. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the Golden Kappa. We'll talk about that, <laughs> Zeke. What were we gonna mention? Oh, my biggest question was after finding that out, was I asked my stream was like, what is the worst, the absolute worst thing they could do uh, after having the source code? And because I mean, it's it's got to be like like uh, IP or not IP, but um, like it's copyright protected or whatever. As oh, far yeah. as like, yeah. you know being trademarked or i don't know what the fucking term is you know what i mean though yeah there's like, no one can use that to build anything because they own that fucking idea they own the code correct they, you know? they will just shut it down as fast as possible exactly. yeah so yeah. what is the worst thing that could happen yeah i i think that's a buried question and uh, he might answer it in okay. the chat um yeah. with that type of stuff uh, i think a lot of it does come down to like security flaws right like looking at the code and trying to figure out exactly where you can poke holes in in the twitch platform and then okay. waiting to poke holes in the Twitch platform, um, potentially. Did they do that with the the Bezos face thing? 
Yeah, I don't know how that actually ended up uh, occurring. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, and I didn't necessarily see the news stories. I just saw like the random tweets. But apparently, uh, I, was it every game directory, Zeke? Or was it only a select few? I think it was only a few games. I think Back Back for Blood was definitely I think they picked the top ones that were like streaming okay. or whatever. So yeah, they just uploaded a, a photo of Jeffrey, uh, Jeff Bezos uh, in his face. And that replaced the like banner art when he would go to a game directory on Twitch. And it was on like New World and like League of Legends, I think. And I think, you know, some of the other like top games, they replaced all that type of stuff. Um, and I think that's already all been fixed. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah, Barry's saying that that stuff is likely unrelated, but it did occur uh, after the leak. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what the, the full stuff, uh, the full leak will really result in uh, moving forward. But there was also the idea that an Amazon competitor to Steam was uh, leaked in this giant oh, yeah. data breach. Uh, funny enough, it's called Vapor. Uh, <laughs> V-A-P-O-U-R which is probably an internal name. There's no way they would actually we launch get it, with bro. Them. Yeah. <laughs> you vapor. Yeah. Um, I feel like Amazon kind of already tried the game store with like the Twitch game store thing and they, it didn't necessarily right. work. So they kind of reeled um, back on it. Wasn't that through cur the curse? App? No, it was through the Twitch desktop app. You're right. Yeah. Which, yeah. which, which was, was one of those questionable thing kind of, but yeah. yeah. You know, cause you're like, so I mean, if that is what it is, do we know that it was 100% a game sales or service platform, or is it just going off of the name? Um, so there were, I'm reading a story on it right now, there were screenshots and information about Vapor to explain how it was discovered. I don't necessarily know what those actual screenshots. Uh, Vapor will have a lot to offer streamers in particular, of course, since Amazon will own both Vapor and Twitch. It makes sense that there would be some sort of integrations between the two. This is uh, svg.com reporting. Um, it does not say at least that I can see exactly right. the answer to I your never, question. I never, I read a lot of, of articles and they all referred to it as like a steam competitor or something like that. But nobody ever was like, here's the code that was like, ah, this is a game service or, or whatever. But even if they do do that, right. Amazon prime video rates like prime in general is probably one of the more valuable things that you could have. Yeah. from like the shipping odd stuff so they put games into it kind of like a la i don't know i mean like 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 amazon prime video like i could see people using it but not if it's a whole standalone thing that's like twitch branded and specifically for twitch yeah it's like i like steam and look at how bad it was for epic trying to get off the ground yeah yeah and in a lot of ways I, I think you know epic will always be fighting that uh initial like thought of what epic game store is right like it, i still see that type of commentary every single day in chat when you mention the epic game store i think that there's a pretty right. big wall uh for a lot of folk to uh that haven't necessarily climbed it to get over and just use it when in a lot of ways the free games that they provide on there you should just go grab the free games right <laughs> like they're free games you don't have to do anything else yeah. except download the epic game store um if you have issues with it apart from that that's up to you but yeah, the, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Vapor stuff. Um, and we'll see what happens with the rest of the Twitch leak. Like, I don't necessarily think we'll ever see anything else from Twitch on that. Um, and, you know, now that my wife no longer works at Twitch, 
I have no idea what's going on internally at Twitch, right? Like I got a message from my partner manager and that was about it. I don't know how the fuck they're reacting to this. It's kind of fun to sit there and like theorize, huh? I wonder if they're like running around with their heads cut off or if they're cool, calm, collected. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, there's definitely nothing cool know. and calm and collected when something like that happens. Yeah, yeah, right. People just and like absolutely furious with anxiety for the next week until it's, it's possibly uh, people have hopefully forgotten that it exists. Totally. Yeah, yeah. You, you're probably right. It, it was interesting that I think their initial response came out at like, I think I got an email at like 3 a.m. Wednesday or Thursday morning, and then another one at 7 a.m. when they reset keys um i think a lot of that does have to come down to localization as well because they were waiting for like that would be like 9 or 10 p.m uh uk time and so they're probably waiting on like worldwide localization so when they send that out they can blast it out as in in, in as many languages as possible um yeah because i saw a lot of commentary like oh you know they responded so late to this like no you have to it's got to be localized right it's not not everyone speaks English that uses this platform. It's kind of like the response of the DMCA stuff. People like uh, wanted there to be an answer about this within like a week. Right. It's like they have to put like they're like they eventually did it right. They put systems in place to let you better track what the heck's going on and what exactly is being targeted and what songs they are. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But that obviously took like a couple of months because yeah, number one, they have to like, it's like, it's like a game. They have to beta test the hell out of it. They have to bug test the hell out of it, make sure it's actually functional. And that'll take the fact that it showed up in, in two months. I mean, granted I was on YouTube when that shit happened and it took two years. Yeah. When, well, it's also when, legal. like the 2013 to 2014 ish when that first stuff, stuff really started hitting. Yeah. Yeah. And also lawyers have to look at that. Right. And they probably that take too. more time than in, than anyone i would imagine uh making sure that there's no ways that they will be liable for any sort of lawsuit uh at the end of the day so yeah that was probably the biggest news story uh from the past week there's been some other stuff regarding new world i think we can kind of talk about the game as a whole jericho i know you played it zeke i think you skipped new world uh max did you play any new world did you check it out at all Totally skipped it. Okay. Uh I'm Jericho. What what real quick, and then we'll talk about the news around New World. Did you did you enjoy New World? I, I saw you were still playing it like pretty recently, right? Yeah, I, I, I play it off I play it off stream pretty much every day that I can get. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um I'm enjoying it for a lot of the reasons that I think Valorant did did and does well, in that there are um it's 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 a really accessible MMO game for people that casually want to play MMOs, but also it does have, you know, uh elements for people that are more into like playing every single one that comes out. I haven't touched an MMO or cared about one in um like since RuneScape, old school RuneScape. So this was weird for me. I got on it feels a lot like it. There's a lot of like uh chopping trees, you know mining for hours on end it's relaxing it's nice um i'm having a fun time with it which is surprising it's a great game for me to just kind of like i just play it every night when i'm just winding down i guess yeah yeah um i i put about 50 hours into it i'll never go back to it <laughs> yeah. i hit like a pretty hard wall um and i i play admittedly i'm kind of the opposite of you where i play or have played pretty much every mmo to be released since like mm -hmm. I don't know, since WoW essentially existed, um, and, and even maybe before that. Uh, right. It, in a lot of ways, 
the idea of an MMO is to try and hide the spreadsheet, right? And I think WoW was one of the first to do that successfully. They hid the spreadsheet of what that game is and what you do in that game so well that, you know, players couldn't necessarily see that. New World's the opposite. I feel like that entire game was designed by spreadsheet. Um, like every single act that I did, they just, it, I just felt like I was part of a giant number crunch. Yeah taking it off the list yeah yeah and it goes for everything in that game there's there's so many things for me uh from like a thought process where it just felt like they've never played an mmo before uh in a lot of ways like uh, i'll sound very harsh when i talk about it but uh there's so many things in the game where it's just like well fuck they didn't even think about the idea of how this could be uh you know manipulated by the player base or they did and they just don't give a fuck um, I, I think it's very telling that uh, after I put all that, uh, the 50 hours in and kind of experienced the majority of what I think the game has to offer, it's very telling that game's 40 bucks and there's no sub price and they paid about a million or two in marketing for every streamer to play it. They had giant numbers on Twitch uh, on day one, a million plus. It did very well on Steam and they're going to collect their 40 bucks from everyone that bought it and kind of move forward. There's like no roadmap about it. And so I don't know what the future is for that game. What was that, Max? Do you, do you think it's kind of a like a Sea of Thieves situation where it's like they create this thing and then give people enough tools and they'll make their own thing out of it? Maybe. And and to be honest, I have seen a lot of content creators that, that are now like max level, uh, which is 60. I, I think I was 35 at this point in the, the video. This is right after I decided yeah. to stop playing. Um, You're still higher level than me. I'm level 32 right now. I paid, I played 50 I hours about in like hours. four days. So, yeah. I, I so were you just, I mean, so I think, I think you, like all of your criticisms are super valid. Right. And I also, um, and that's why it's good to hear from somebody who's played all the games and versus me, like new world is a PVP first game. Right. Um, and yeah. everything like the mobs, et cetera, are like copy pasted, um, mobs, quest, zones, everything are copy pasted. Right? right. Yeah. This game is the quintessential, um, game for, for 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 me to run around and i'm like all right well i'm gonna go do this quest oh shit here's a nice tree oh god here's the iron ore all right here's this oh i really want so like i have i have uh i'm like a it's I, addictive. I have like a hundred they, they got that right yeah dude. I, right i have a, a you know a hundred wood cutting and a hundred like all this shit i've been doing that you're playing what is supposedly the main part of this game i haven't even gotten to participate in the war events because they're so hard to get into if you're under leveled or if you're a casual player right i get it makes sense but there's no casual pvp area um or way to engage in pvp casually correct like you might have where you can do a one-on-one -on -one fight in the wilderness in runescape or whatever and that's where it comes down to a, a like an issue for me when i play a lot of the time solo or with like a group of two two of my friends who are vastly different levels you're um, right but that said they did data mine the whole map um and and everything and it's like a little more than twice the size of it currently so i they've got to do something right and i'd like for them to, uh, to 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 have a roadmap but they're really quiet on what they're gonna do and the updates that they pushed out have been relatively small like bug fixes and stuff there are some glaring issues that i'm like maybe now better than ever right guys but it seems like they're kind of operating pretty slow yeah yeah um I, I think you know you mentioned this is kind of the the wars essentially so we're we're attacking we're attacking a city here and if we win this war spoilers we end up winning this war 
Um, then we take over that city for our uh, company, which is like a guild, essentially. And so our, our guild owns that city. We can like set the taxes in it. That stuff is really cool. The thing that sucks about it is there's no break for people when you capture or when your city is being attacked. So much so that like we attack this city. I don't on, know what they're doing. Yeah, we attack the city on a Sunday evening. And the way that the game functions is because our faction owned more cities than the other factions, the factions that own less automatically get a multiplier for their, um, I have to explain another system. Rep. Yeah, for their, their rep. So you do quest. The stupidest part of this game is to PVP, to get to what I'm doing right here, you do PVP quest where you literally don't PVP. You run from point A to point B to point C to point A to point B to point C with like 100 plus people just spam turning in quest to move a bar from zero to 100% that then forces war on that city. You don't have to ever yeah, fight someone ever. You just yeah, run no, no, by people. No, this is this is this is the this is a core problem with that that is like you would say one where you'd be like, all right, and nobody saw how this could be abused. Exactly. I have yet to do this. I right. I went on one of these and I was like, this is not how the game should be played. Nor is it a fun way to play the game. I'm not doing this because basically my entire faction chat is always, hey guys, doing you know. Uh, uh, Brightwood, um, Brightwood train, and you get there, and it's like half of your faction server. You have to have PvP on. The, they need to be randomized locations, and the whole goal is for you to take a PvP quest, go into another area's territory that is also taking PvP quests, and you're supposed to run into people doing the same quest and fight. But that doesn't happen because you see fifty of one faction running at you. You're like, all right, I'm not going over there. Like, I can't win. So yeah, it's yeah. stupid. It is. Uh, chat's telling me now that the multiplier that I just mentioned was a bug, and so that was fixed apparently today. Yeah. But the, the core issue that I was saying is to PvP, you do a PvE quest, essentially, and you don't have to PvP to get to this point in the game right. is, like, fucking absurd. Because when we did PvP, when we did have small little skirmishes, the game was great. I had a fantastic time right. doing, like, little 2v2 and 3v3 fights. It was very much invocative of uh, uh, Dark Age of Camelot for me, which is a game that I spent you know, hours and hours in as a kid uh, and enjoyed the Damn, hell out of you're that. You're on Gayok? Holy shit. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I was super hardcore into that. We did, like, Relic Raids on New Year's Eve and Christmas morning and all that shit uh, when I was what 13 server or 14. Are you on, by the way? Uh, Someone in chat will have to remind Are you on me. a high pop? So we went to our own server, and then it became a high pop um, where we had about a 500... Know. 500 to a thousand person queue during prime time. So it wasn't necessarily like super Jeez. big. Um, right. If you logged in in the morning, you were I wonder fine. that's the other thing. It's so hard to pin down your new world experience from other people and other servers. Cause every single server is different in terms of what the guilds are running the towns, what the economy is like. Um, like if like in mine, for example, I don't think there's anybody who's cutting, you know, the level 100 trees. So those things are selling for a shit ton. Yeah. I saw a post on the subreddit about people complaining that the trees were selling for point for point one gold and it was ruining the economy. And I'm like, wow, it sucks to be over there. But like, <laughs> it's so, you could have an awful time in new world or you, you know, if you're just on a bad server, it, you have a good time there. It's hard to pin down. There is really something to be said with the idea that a lot of the systems in this game were designed for it to be played by Twitch streamers and for their communities to follow them on set servers. 
when you put a slash well, yeah when you when you put a slash <laughs> yeah. give space or give gold space name so that literally anyone can give you gold so that you can push forward like that's that's as uh, that's as clear as it could be that like that is why that exists is for twitch streamers um which is not a knock right but it, i think it is the answer to your question on like why some servers are having a completely different experience and why others are having a uh like community-led streamer-led experience um and it really just depends kind of what you're looking for i know that on our server yeah. we were kind of not necessarily vocal about the fact that we were going to play that we chose it randomly on the, the tuesday the game launched and so the faction had like no idea that we existed essentially and it was kind of nice because the server was just operating as normal then once we all got enough people on there right we like filled out the guild we had 100 people we were able to do things as a force um the server started to kind of shift in our favor in that way but yeah. now that we left well, it's no, the opposite right like we ha i haven't played in a week right. and stripping hasn't played in a week and there's still a couple folks that are still around playing but there's no queue anymore on the server the other factions have started to take over the entire map uh and it's kind of like a detriment now that we stepped away from the game so yeah, is everything about some... the games is everything about the game's end game like laser focused towards this essential pvp wars yes yeah th there is so some end game like... content there is some pve content uh that exists like dungeons and whatnot but the majority yeah. of the game is pvp focused it's doing exactly what you're seeing here which is like warring for ownership of different towns huh okay um but that system has inherent flaws as well there's no cooldown right so like we won this war and it was our second town uh, that we owned. 30 minutes later, they just spammed quest because of that now fixed, I guess, uh, XP multiplier or bar multiplier on the quest turn. And we had a war the very next day. It was the same thing, except we were yeah. defending. I mean, then you two days later, we had another war. And then a day after that, we had another war. And I was already out, right? I was like, I can't, I'm not going to show up for this shit. Like, give me a cooldown to at least enjoy the idea that we took over this city. Uh, because yeah. without it, it's just like, I, oh, you're just always warring. There's no right. permanency, ultimately. Well, they, I mean, they fixed that, though, so it's like not even, you can't really complain about that. Well, anymore. you can still go to war nonstop. It's just the XP multipliers. You can, you can go to, it's so hard. I mean, yeah, they still need, I think they need it like a five day or a week cooldown, or maybe that's too long in the game, but like they need a cooldown to establish because, you know, getting jerked back and forth between ownership and having your tax go up and down, that's a pain in the ass, but like, the faction the the main like hold of our faction hasn't been to war in like 10 days that's crazy you know? to me yeah so yeah and the and 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 they're and we're surrounded by all the other ones so i don't know like again also not a streamer server so i don't think anybody i don't think there's any streamers on it yeah i'm not public about it so. it's a different experience for sure um um speaking of servers uh one of the there was a issue i don't know maybe you can tell me how big of an issue it is that you can't switch servers yeah uh, so that was big news. yeah let's talk about that that was the big news this week um so week one of this game coming out obviously there were like ginormous queues right like that was the meme uh playing new world was sitting in a queue essentially and um they were on twitter and straight up said we will be offering server transfers in a week. We have this functionality already created. We're just making sure that it works, that there's no issues, and then we'll probably go ahead and launch it. Uh, that was launch week. Uh, I think it was Monday or two, or 
it was it was earlier this week, maybe the end of last week. They put up an FAQ um, on their website, and they asked the question. Um, so the transfer to any server statement issued earlier was not true. Uh, Eurogamer.net is reporting Amazon asked itself in a forum post FAQ. Unfortunately, the original information provided was incorrect. Uh, it was only going to allow server transfers on the same region. So the servers are broken apart from like US West, US East, um, and then I'm not sure of the other ones, but essentially you can only transfer, if I'm on US West, you can only transfer within the US West region. And so people that just like started on a low pop server on a different region from their friends are just fucked. And Amazon just flat out lied uh, to the entire like player base. Um, and they own it, right? Like they, they own it and, and say that, yeah, we were incorrect in stating that. Um, but at that point, I know a lot of people that were just like, well, fuck this. I'm done. Right. Like I'm not, I can't play with my friends at this point and I've wasted, you know, 20 to a hundred hours leveling my character in hopes that I will eventually be able to play with my friends. And now I can't. Uh, and so they just flat out quit. It, that kind of seems like it wasn't, I don't know. Does it, does it seem like they were trying to dupe everybody or does I don't it seem think it like was this that. was an interdepartmental was, communication was, issue for a game that has a lot of I think huge elements and giant things. And this is essentially the first game the company has kind of released. I think it was that hundred percent. And it was, and by the way, it was not even like they tweeted publicly on their Twitter in like a, in a standalone tweet. It was a reply to somebody's tweet. Right. That, that was added. Oh, right. Okay. So it wasn't even like, right. So it was some social media person who was like, yeah, oh, are we, are we doing server transfers? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, cool. Yeah. You can transfer servers. <laughs> it was yeah, not malicious. Exactly. But it's still and they asked the wrong fun. person. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but I can't imagine, right? Like, I, if you told me I couldn't switch to play with the servers with my friends, I'm not, I'm not doing it again. Like, that's brutal. Yeah. It, it's fucked. Right. Like, it, it really sucks to put that amount of time and then just being, told oh you wasted that time <laughs> you got to re-roll if you want or you and your friend have to go to a brand new server where you can actually create characters because the other thing is on a lot of these servers they just stopped new character creation so that there wasn't I'm any one of them, yep. queue yeah what what matters was the friends you made along the way so you could eventually hopefully leave them and how much gold <laughs> you gave to a twitch streamer exactly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh so it was, it was an interesting launch. Like I enjoyed my time with it for the 50 hours that I spent. But like, as soon as I started to like see the spreadsheet, as I mentioned, I was out immediately. Um, and I'm really curious to see what they do. Right. I, I think the basis of that game has uh, some really cool things into it. The idea that, you know, you got to see an entire faction working with one another just because of how the game is structured. You don't really see that that often in video games these days. It's usually like a very me, me, me type mentality. And this was like, you know, an entire faction of a server saying like, hey, guys, we're going to meet up at this city. We're going to go raid this thing. We're going to turn in quests and then we're going to go to war type deal. And then the communities also set up like a discord. So it's like, hey, if you're a guild leader, make sure you're in this discord so that the other guilds can communicate with you on if you want to take this city or if you want to go to war, or if you need help from our higher level members in the war so that we can help you take a city because you don't have one. Like that type of shit is awesome. And I think that type of stuff should exist in an MMO capacity. Um, and this is a great framework for it. It just sucks that the rest of the framework kind of fell apart. Um, and we'll see what happens when they like 
hopefully revisit it. I would hope that they're not done. I would hope that they're not just like cashing out. But we kind of glanced over. Jericho was talking about how everything's cut and paste. When he says it's cut and paste, it's quite literally cut and paste. You're doing the same missions over and over from zero to 60. The literal same missions of like, hey, go hunt uh, this thing. Go hunt that thing. Go hunt this thing again. Go hunt that thing. Go hunt this thing again. Go hunt that thing for 60 levels. Uh, it's rough. You know what's crazy though? Uh, sorry, I was just going to say it, oh, is, it, is, it is like that. But, but I mean, I, I started thinking back to like my RuneScape questing and I was like, you know what? Like some of the more like interesting quests were like really one in 50. And then I'd be like, ah, yes, this was an enjoyable thing where instead of going and digging in the sand here, I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing a maze, right. But like new world takes it to another level. It's pretty, it's pretty mundane. And the thing that really kills me and my enjoyment for a lot of these is the, it's not just a fetch quest or a go investigate quest. It's the amount of steps they make you take to get to the actual like gut of it. So one of them, you're a detective, you have to find out what happened. It's like, Hey, check these footprints. And then it gives you another set of footprints to search, which takes three seconds, four seconds, 10 feet in front of you. You have to do that 15 times following a road to get to the top of the road where it's like, you found it. And you're like, what the fuck did I just spend that time doing? Like, yeah, yeah. Here, here's, oh my God. Uh, here's, well, not the hundred percent most like scientific way of doing it. So in this game, there's quests that you can get for your faction vendor. And you get faction points that can then be used for different armor and stuff like that from these faction quests. And in the lower level zones, you get uh, a certain amount of points. And then as you go to the higher level zones, you get more points, right? Makes sense to scale. So we timed it. In this zone that I'm running in, which is one of the starter zones, it took eight minutes to do a full loop and you would get 800 points, give or take. And so it was about 100 points a minute for that run. I went to one of the later zones and thought, surely this isn't going to work out to be 30 minutes for 3,000 points. Oh, it is. <laughs> 27 minutes is what it took for us to get those 3,000 points. And I was like, there's no way that it's that like thought out. One of the quests was actually to kill a certain type of mob in a certain area. And that's what took 13 minutes or so because the spawn rate was so low. And so if they really fucking tweaked it, to make it so that it's about a minute for every hundred points, give or take. That's that to me was like a glaring spreadsheet uh, peeking through the the veil uh, of the game, and I was like, I I'm done. Like I got to stop. <laughs> it really seems like the game is just absolutely suffering from launch blues. And if anything, I mean, from the very few MMOs that I've actually played, and if not large scale online games, they always come out shit. Like, yeah. I can't even tell you one big, like, in, in defense of this game and one in defense of the game I'll probably never play, these games always come out with a shit ton of problems, and it's like it's like a chicken with its head cut off. It's barely functioning. People are doing stuff kinda, and then all of a sudden people have nothing to do. If not, the end of it sucks. Right. So everyone drops off. Like, it, it seems to be like this is just the natural way of online MMOs, and if you come back in six months to a year, they might figure it out. Yeah. I mean, that's... It, such a, that's yeah. To to be fair to the company, they only worked on the PVE aspect for about a year, right? Like I think the six years or so that this game was in development, it was a PVP focused game. And, and now the, that's uh, like 
That was probably like executive ordered or something like that because of some metrics data or something. And then it was, you it know, was from the, a closed the, beta. The, they, they got feedback. Exactly. Like, we now, need a PVE. now it's the biggest focus of the game for the people that decide to put all that time into it. And it's not really well thought out, apparently. Yeah. But which, which is not surprising yeah. at all. Right. I mean, having only a year, right? If, if you have to be like fully operational in a year, you cut and paste quest. That's, that's nothing that's what for you an do. MMO. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not at all. Um, so it's like, I mean, it, to, to me, it's like, I feel like they've, they, they hit the notes they needed to hit because end game at the beginning of an MMO is not important. Like if you think about it, really, the most important part is like the halfway part of leveling up. Like if it's a 50 level cap, then the first 25 levels are the most important because you're at least giving people yeah. some reason to come back. If that process is fun, right. very few people anyway are going to make it to max level and start like grinding end game. But that will have an impact over time if you don't do something about it because it starts to lead to bad word of mouth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that that's also a very, you know, I'm the people that I end up playing with and talking with are, are like level 55, right? These people have been no life grinding the game and they have real jobs. It's not even like they're streaming for eight hours a day. So, like, you know, pretty much the sentiment for a lot of these people are, all right, once I get here and I run through the end game, like open world dungeons and stuff. I'm just setting myself up to be able to come back fully leveled when they finally start, you know, expanding the map and adding new content, which I'm like, I guess that's a pretty normal thought process to have. But I would I would also be cautionary, like JP said, and just if it's a one time purchase, I hope they don't just say, well, that was a fun, you know, experiment. Yeah, because it's not a games as a service. Right, right. And, and they haven't said, like, if they plan to charge for expansions or like future content or or even. At least to my knowledge, I haven't seen anything um, like that. Um, I don't want to sound like the game is a complete downer. They definitely understand the crafting and gathering system and how to make an addictive one of those. Uh, Jericho kind yeah, of touched I've heard, on I've that. Yeah, I've heard really good things about the crafting and the fishing in particular. Yeah, the, like, the fishing's fun. Love it. Yeah, it's, all that in between shit. Yeah, it, it's fun. Um, it it th there is an addictive nature of the fact that all these trees that you can see right here on screen. I can go chop them all down. <laughs> Every tree. Every tree. Even the giant ones. Even the giant trees. Like... I can just go up and like start hacking yeah. away. And like, uh, as long as I have the level 50 logging or whatever. Um, here's the thing. Yeah, that's that what I was going to say. Like, isn't there a limit? Like, you have to be leveled enough you to do. chop that shit down. Yeah. yeah, you do. I didn't mean to show this, but it just happened. Uh, because there was more than 50 people on my side right there near a fort, in the middle of battle, it just ported me home. Ooh. It just ported me back to a base because there was why? more than fifty people on our side, and it really sucks. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, why did that even? I don't know. That's weird. It's I, a dynamic gameplay difficulty. Don't don't whine. <laughs> it was to make sure that the PvP is balanced or something, or yes. or so that that doesn't crash. I don't know. Uh, no, why? Just saying. Like, I just meant like, why? Why does it let a fifty-first person come in and remove you? in the first place i don't know yeah I, I i really don't know that was it was a weird one it only happened that one time to me and all the time that i played but yeah the crowd yeah, it's weird because i can't yeah yeah Go ahead. one thing i really hate about mmos and one of the reasons why they have a tendency to bore me to tears is is getting around is getting around a fucking pain in the ass this is one, it dude. you have to i was gonna say you have to run and walk everywhere there's no mounts uh there is some like speed boost um on some of the there's no classes in the game. The way that they define character um, progress is by skill of your weapon. 
And so certain weapons have different skills and whatnot, but yeah, there's no mounts or anything. And uh, to be honest, I don't think the game, like it, it didn't bother me that much. It has an auto run feature, but if you had a mount in this, it would completely destroy the idea of like open world PVP and, you know, the better players have ways to catch up with you if they have the right skills that they've taken and the right like sub skill sets on all that type of stuff. But this is getting around in the game. You're running forward. Uh, you can also like fast travel around, um, not necessarily freely. There's like a um, resource that is required for that. Um, and at you least, can warp though. Like you yeah, can, you like, can warp, warp from town to town. Okay. As long as you're at okay. like another warp point, you can warp anywhere across the map to another city. Okay, well, that's, you know. It's I, a little different. That's that's fine. Like, honestly, I was just about, like, I don't know what the fuck happened to me, but I, I got hooked on Valheim for a little bit, and I was just about ready to quit until, like, I, I finally got the level where I could, you know, build the, the, the portals. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, now I can do this. Yeah. A minor note, uh, when you're auto running, you can't look at your inventory. So I don't know what the fuck that you're supposed to do. That pisses me off so much. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do when you're auto running. I basically, I, I auto run and I'll toggle map on and off while checking emails or doing other things. But like the fact that I have to tab and I, it is, there is a good reason they do it. You also can't switch weapons when you're on cooldown. Right. It's to stop you from auto running and like respecking on the go when nobody can reach you. Right. Which I get, but still, come on. You're yeah. not in combat. Let me do it. That's annoying to say the least yeah uh, when you pull up the inventory i don't know if i've done it on screen it, it your character basically like stops turns and faces the camera then your inventory ui is on the the, the right and left yeah. which by the way hands down like, one of the worst uis i think i've ever seen in an mmo it is a developer made ui like uh, like there wasn't a ux guy that made this is what i'm trying to say it was like we talked about that didn't we yeah like god it's the guy's bad. like what what do you UI? want all the information is there in plain text god it is a perfect example when they uh, take the servers down at least when they took the servers down the first time maybe they've patched it so it looks a little bit better the entire xp bar at the bottom was covered by just some text and it just said hey we're taking the server down at x time and it never Wait left the bottom of the screen. You're telling me that that thin line at the very <laughs> bottom the of the bar. screen. Can it be moved? No, it was, no none of the UI can be a, manipulated. Well, some of it can, but not all of it. Yeah, that's it's huge. <laughs> it's the, the entire bottom left of your monitor to the entire bottom right of the monitor. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it and like does it go away when you get max level? You know, I don't know. Uh, I I don't actually know if it goes away. Um, I haven't. I was never max level, and you, I haven't tuned can, into streams. You can't. You can't gain XP after max level. I don't think it, it does go away. Apparently, but you can't. Uh, like one, they should let you at least like do. What game is it? Is it Destiny or is it whatever? You can you once you level up again, you get an item or like a, a loot box. Yeah, you that know, used once to be you theoretically Destiny. level up. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think that's in Destiny anymore, but yeah. They oh. kinda, it, 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 there's another system in place uh, with the season pass, which is the leveling system post. Destiny is a whole thing. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to get into it. It's a little different for sure. Um, but yeah, the UI for this game is, is fucking dog water. Uh, it's, it's real rough. It's real rough. So uh, uh, if I, let me ask you a question. Um, are there like PVE events like or 
There's a dungeon. Big giant monsters. And there's world like bosses. Yes, there's, there is. Okay. There's tons okay. Of I haven't TV seen events. anybody talking about it or, or anything. I never got to see a world no. boss. I know they exist, but. Okay. You, you don't even need, like, even outside of that, PVE events, there's a, the ever, the ever impending invasion that comes from the corrupted and lost souls. So little portals will pop up that range from I can do it solo at the level requested or I need five people at the level requested that you can go around and you basically clean up the map. All those little red dots on the map when JP was looking at it. Yeah, I'll um, try to find one. So here. those, yeah, so they appear and you you run past them. Your vision goes dark. It's kind of, it's not instanced or anything. So anyone can like run up and help out. Um, those, you ba- like that, the JP just yeah, went past. Yeah, I just saw the thing yeah. behind it. Um. Uh, so you take those out, yeah, you right get a there. reward. That thing, yeah, a little spire, spire thing. And then, okay. um, if I'll you don't take care of that, in a second, go ahead, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, if, if you don't, if you don't take care of that, then it'll invade. You know, you'll get an invasion. It'll be a huge PVE event, which um, you know they'll attack your city. And if your city loses an invasion, which pretty much all the time they are, <laughs> your your um, upgraded town like forge and shit gets downgraded. Yeah. level so like even if you spend all the time and money upgrading your forge you lose an invasion it goes down to level three again you can't make some of the good stuff so that part cool and they need to expand on it i agree yeah they, they were definitely um they were one of the more fun aspects that i do know that a lot of people that were leveling in like the 40 to 50 range that became the main means of getting xp was just spamming those across the entire world um because it was like a, a pretty decent way to get xp one of the cool things that i do like about this game and then we'll probably uh, move on once if there's any other final thoughts um when you go prone in this game it hides your name in terms of the draw distance that people can see it and so you can straight up like turn a corner and hide from an enemy if you get into a bush they just won't be able to like they'll see like a body on the ground if they look closely but they won't have a name above it and like that type of stuff made for some really fun pvp stuff if i was getting chased by a mm-hmm. group i would turn a corner and go prone and then they would just like walk right by me and it was awesome when that happened like the first yep. time i've i've never seen that before in an mmo that wasn't just straight up stealth the fact that anyone same can with do crouch that. yeah crouch as well it, it like lessens the draw distance of your your name for the players that's cool so here's my question at the end of all of this, at the end of all things. Okay. If there's like a, a giant bush of banana leaves, relatively normal and sized, uh-huh. is there character collision? There's character collision if you have a weapon drawn. Okay. So what you're telling me is that you can get your whole town, like 150 people, in a small clump of banana leaves, and everyone just rips out, and then you just gun it towards some town and take it over? Correct. People have no idea? Correct. Although you can't go and like take a town over. But one of the things that I was trying to do towards the end of the game, because it was very Dark Age of Camelot uh, vibes, was there's set boxes for these PvP quest turn-ins, right? And so if you're if the, the enemies are running the route to go to this box, they have to go to the box and right-click it. If you're crouched, the people can't see you. And you can definitely like Zerg bomb people in this game. You can do like an mm-hmm. 8v100 like, and potentially come out on top as the 8th. I was trying to set up that exact scenario that you just described of killing the hundred because I saw a clip where someone effectively did it. I was always chasing that dragon. I never quite got it though. <laughs> but yes, you can effectively do what you just described. Uh, okay. If you find the like proper area to hide in away from folk. Yeah. 
The, the undiscoverability made me immediately think like, man, you can probably cram like a hundred people into a really tiny spot if you don't collide with each other. You just all literally just yeah, sit on me... top of each other and all of a sudden just bum rush towards an area like, damn, you're about to make one person's day really bad and that'd be some great YouTube content. It yeah, dude, crap. that's like some like, X-Men multiple man shit, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah, like fucking just popping out of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if I get to i'm trying to get into like the quest turn in stuff so you can see how many you can have a lot of people on screen at one time um i just don't know where it's at in this five hour bod like this is a 50 v 50 war and i was getting like 60 70 fps throughout it um so you could definitely do what you just described it got up to like probably 100 versus 100 in a couple of uh fights but we were hiding on that rock to do exactly what you just described and we never actually got it worked out but that would be what I would want to do. Uh, it would be a lot of fun to do that. We'll just have to see if they add something to make the rest of the game uh, is that fun as well. Um, I will say the streamers that are enjoying it, uh, who are no longer sponsored to play it, are still playing it and still enjoying it. Most of them have hit 60. They're having a great time playing with their communities, and they've been streaming it every day since. So, uh, you know, there's got to be something there if they're still playing it and uh not not being paid to play it right <laughs> they wouldn't just continue playing that game um so we'll see i hope they add some stuff to it but yeah that's kind of my final thoughts on it jericho i don't know if you have anything else to add nope i don't i don't play games off stream virtually ever but uh it kind of tickles that sweet spot where i don't have to try very hard and uh yeah so it does it for me but i'm in the same boat i hope they don't fucking like just leave it because once i hit 60 if they don't have anything new i'll probably take a step back cool that they 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 started there's no like free trial or anything right we established that nope so, so like the the online numbers on day one were like reaching a million on steam or something like that right it was astronomical yeah it was huge they're they're doing just fine they'll, they'll support the shit out of that game for a long time because they're immediately executives are like those numbers can be bigger so they're they're yeah. gonna pump a whole bunch more budget that they made into making like big things for the future that'll get everyone to come back well it's also the new people show up you know from a, a grander scale kind of taking a step back it's also the first success for amazon games in that regard yeah um and it, it's also a first success for i think twitch and amazon games that show them like we can release a game that's not necessarily the greatest and if we put enough marketing into it we we'll get a fuck ton of people watching it on day one because we have all these streamers that we can pay to do this. <laughs> yeah. So like you could look at that however you want. And that's obviously going to, you know, shun some people away, but it very clearly worked. Uh, th there's no doubt about it that like they made the marketing spend on paying Twitch streamers back very easily. Uh, probably on day one, if not like that first week alone. So I'm sure we'll see more of that with like uh what Lost Ark. I guess they're publishing that here in North America. So that'll probably be another game that they they push pretty heavily um on Twitch. Uh and, and also it's a thing that they can sell to other game companies, right? Like, hey, uh we can do a giant marketing, you can do a giant marketing spend and we can guarantee X amount of people uh either watching and or participating in your game on day one. Uh if I'm so Twitch, you're that's saying, a giant JP revenue. Uh, that if you pay streamers to play your games it's it's good for your game is that is that what you're saying what i'm saying yeah 
That's a that's a that's awesome. I, I, I like that. I, I like, don't think it's ever been done on that scale before, though. Like, no, I've never seen it that that big before. Like, what was the? What do you think the one closest before uh, New World? Probably uh, Apex was probably the one big that was comparable to that. I would think. Okay. Okay. Um, I think there uh, needs to be like more of this stuff, like super integrated you know twitch game sort of things like a, a few games are obviously trying to do it the drops thing is you know the the, the number one thing for most titles now yeah. yeah but i mean games that are actually integrated into community building on twitch through amazon and all that kind of stuff is like it, it feels like this is just the natural direction of things and most most games are going to have shit like this in the next five years yeah yeah i i will say this from a streaming perspective uh after day one, after the initial sponsor stream that I did, one thing that they did for the initial 60 streamers that were in the beta uh, sponsored uh, portion of New World, those 60 streamers were, or was it 66 or 60? It was one of the, those X amount of streamers were the only streamers on Twitch that had drops. And so because I was not one of those, after that sponsored stream, from a viewer perspective, or, or from a viewership perspective, absolute dog shit there was zero reason to watch me play new world when yep. the yep. other 60 folk were playing new world and i can get something from those Wait, streams i agree with you for the most part uh because like i too streamed without having drops and it was like the prevalent question was like hey why would i why would i watch you if i have to watch 10 hours of new world to get all the drops right lucky thing was that the drops were fucking ugly so like <laughs> the I, after, whole games like, <laughs> they were 100 like, it still drops though so you know yeah, I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I'm good. So I like I rarely I saw very few people running around with those afterwards. So yeah. they kind of fucked up with that. But they yeah, weren't the make best. it for everyone. What it was really silly. Yeah. When when I asked that, like, hey, are, are we gonna be getting drops? And they're like, No, unfortunately, sorry, it was only for the, the 66 streamers or whatever. Oh, that's interesting. Thanks. <laughs> I like I'm not gonna be like, well, that's fucking stupid. I'm not gonna it's just okay, I get it. I understand. Drops for drops one hundred percent need to get more interesting. Yeah. Like there, there needs to be things in games that like the broadcaster has direct relationship. Like you get 10 of this item and you can share it with your community, but only people that are like super cool in your community or random ones. Like you got, you'd actually have control of some items and stuff like that. I agree. Like that'd be kind of, be kind of cool. It's like, Oh yeah, you were one of the 10. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. I, well, I agree. hundred percent. I do like what Russ did where they gave streamers their individual skins, right? So like Shroud or Myth had their own skin. Yeah. You could only unlock from watching that streamer. So it was personalized drops. And that was cool because like you are inherently re rewarding your viewers because like unless you're just like super into Myth's skin, you're not going to watch it for them. You're going to watch your other favorite streamer get their item. Yeah. And I, I think well, that and that's, it, it for, for collectors, that would be oh, yeah. really cool. Oh, like, yeah. It would spread the viewership around if they had customized drops per streamer. I think that'd be awesome. I agree. I think there's a marketing person at Twitch like, thank you for evangelizing drops so I can go and tell fucking game devs this, what you're saying, <laughs> right? Because they would love to right. sell this uh, drop system for any game that wants to do it. Uh, a lot of the time it just comes down to like, does the game company want to pay one of their artists to create said drop items? Um, and then bug test it. Yeah, then bug test it and then like push it through QA or even more so QA. And then, uh, yeah, th there's a lot of steps, legal steps and all that shit. It's not just like flip a switch and, and give people shit for free from drops. But I hope right. we see more of it. Uh, it it's a great way to uh, bring communities uh, from a streamer 
involved in a game as well as from a streamer perspective it's a great way to get viewers on your stream right like i think shroud had like two hundred fifty thousand or something like that on day one watching his channel for drops dude and i gotta say stuff like this like for for streamers that i that i know and, and love that you know average like 50 to 200 like concurrent viewers when they're and then seeing them at like three to five k because they you know got in on the drops and stuff like that man that does my heart good i love seeing that shit yeah mm -hmm. yeah i agree uh there was a comment like while the talk of turning watching a stream into a grind great idea guys you're gonna watch anyways why not get free shit while watching and if you don't want it then don't watch like it's as simple as that it's not tabs exist on your browser yeah i, I don't i don't look at the it mute like button too turning it into a grind uh, if you don't want the thing don't watch um i think the 10 hours i'm trying of to gamify New World was that's a lot right like maybe that is a little bit of a grind um but most of the other drops that i've seen for other games are like watch for 45 minutes or watch for an hour that type of stuff it's not it's not 10 hours concurrently right they no, it was 10 hours. Yeah, it should be. 10 hours collectively. Yeah. Okay. Concurrent would be insane. Like, oh, no, my power went out. I was at nine hours and 30 minutes. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that I didn't even think about the repercussions of something like that. Yeah, there would be riots. So, yeah. 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 Obviously not concurrent. It also turned uh, a little bit nefarious when we got the, you know, I think more people were exposed to uh, embed streams on Twitch via New World uh, than they had prior uh, knowledge about. So you definitely saw some streams out there with like 100,000 people with like maybe a couple thousand in the actual chat. So, yeah, it uh, exposed that. That stuff has always been very interesting to me how that is just fine. Cool. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. normal. Yeah. It's always been like, wow, okay. I mean, all right <laughs> yeah uh the more interesting part about it for me was the second those leaks came out you can google yeah, uh, some we of those numbers, found out uh and see where those people were at in the rankings and uh let's just say it didn't work out monetarily or it doesn't work out monetarily for them so yeah yeah that's what i'm like genuinely curious about in a situation like that if you host 60 second of ads do, do embeds technically get like i have no idea like no, is that no, just no. going to dead they eyes get, they don't get ads they don't get oh ads. so ads it's literally work. like it's literally just a viewer uh, a viewer pull big number let me go yeah. check that out which yeah, is how all of is, us uh, have seen that <laughs> like at some point yeah. wow there's a lot of people play this we're gonna see what's going on oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. a little strange a little strange for sure <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got like 15, 20 minutes towards break. I want to give Dread a little bit more time than that. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff. 2042 we'll talk about. Um, Let's Park talk about Rye, Final we'll talk Fantasy about. 11. Final Fantasy 11. What do you want to talk about Final <laughs> Fantasy 11? For? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I, 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 you guys tell me all these stories of like... Yeah, wait, like, did all Shatter like... make it to space? Is he good? Did it happen? okay hold on max go yeah max what were you gonna say no, i was just saying all, all your crazy stories of like opening mmo shit like definitely we're sparking some you know because i tried i was trying to have a little bit of ff14 over the past couple months to try to catch up and it sparked all these memories of insane day one week one month one stories of like mmos and everything is just fucking busted and yeah. everything's insane yeah god 11 uh, 
you talk now i'm thinking about the fucking losing my cd keys which was just printed on that one sheet of paper that had the rise of zillard expansion into it you lose that shit you lose your entire account play online takes like 30 hours to download the fucking game it was a mess you were right about that you're right about that uh zeke what about you i i know obviously you stay away from a lot of the the bigger releases uh anything that is a 10 minute fitter i, I don't want to like discredit uh, or give less amount of a lot less amount of time uh no, the stuff I, you've been playing but what what's uh what's been going on in your channel uh do we talk about uh, uh unmetal we talk about that we talked about it? it when you did like uh you did the sponsor stream for it but we haven't talked yeah, about you finishing it yeah yep yeah yep i got that i got that finished uh it is for anyone who likes uh the aesthetic or the or the gameplay style of the old like uh 8 16 bit uh metal gears this is it's, it was a, a fun and and fucking funny uh i kept saying spoof because that's the word i like i like the word spoof because it's that's what it is the spoof on metal gear uh it it takes the piss out of the the tropes of all that stuff uh it has many jokes about about uh um <laughs> well you fight a nuclear sub and this is great um <laughs> and it's i mean it, it's not too difficult like i played it on the hard mode and it's not too difficult to uh start on the hard hard setting uh there's also an iron man setting which is a uh you go through it without dying like you don't get Man. or you don't go through it without saving after so, seeing uh, people run into landmines that seems really hard yes what <laughs> are the subtitles going on in the video is that from zeke <laughs> like yeah that's my close captain yeah. you fucking fuck <laughs> like i'm like reading the <laughs> no that's me yeah that's me talking <laughs> 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 yeah my stream has closed captions for sure and they try and they're actually you know what they're not bad at keeping up um but yeah see it's i mean you can see it it looks it looks like the old metal gear style but it's it's very very funny very well written um just oodles of humor and it's actually you know a pretty decent game start to finish it's not just like you know a fuck around like there's there's secrets there's achievements there's challenges uh that you find along the way and stuff and and uh some of the challenges can be can be pretty uh brutal yeah to do because you know obviously they're supposed to be um but yeah mainly it's it's like a i want to say it's like a 10 to 12 hour maybe 10 to 15 hour experience, depending on how, how uh, much you want to explore and try and find the secrets and stuff. Um, I think it took me, uh, let me see here. Oh, that, yeah, I can't, I can't go by my steam, my steam numbers because I've played it logged at in different times. Oh, no, okay. I played it at diff different times, different demos and stuff, but I want to say it took me probably about 15 hours to do like, you know, for me to play it. So it's, it's going to be way less time for most people. Yeah. But, it was fun all the way through. It's a concise story. Um, you can, uh, I don't think I'm spoiling anything by, by saying it, you finish the game, you can get different endings. Hmm. Um, yeah, but it's, it's just a, a really, it was a really fun uh, jaunt down memory lane. I'm reading and, the uh, subtitles now. Call fucking boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck. What? Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> well this this boss took me took me a little bit because i didn't have uh I, I didn't have the strat down that's another thing about this game if you come back and you after beating a boss you come back and face the boss again it's i had to come back and kill it again because i i reloaded without saving 
afterwards. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I got to go back and do this fucking boss again. And then I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. I can do it now. No problem. There you go. You yeah. learned. But it's it's a great game. I, uh, What's it run? It is on, it's on Steam right now. It is uh, $19.99, so 20 bucks. Awesome. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, oh, did you guys get a chance to talk about Sora in Smash Brothers? No, that's actually a good thing that we we could talk about because you're the fighting game guy. Uh, I I are you a Kingdom Hearts fan? Where do you where do you fit in the fandom uh, of Kingdom Hearts? I know Hearts? you got hella deep into it back at Kingdom Hearts I got three. Real deep. I mean, I I, yeah, I, I, I I am real deep in. I don't know. Kingdom Hearts three played, was kind of a rough one. <laughs> I played one and two back when they came out, and that was like it. Yeah, uh, but I liked them. I think they're. I think one is like genuinely fun damn like the trailer and all the the demonstration for smash brothers just like the music in that game i'm just like oh my god dude the music is yeah. so good yeah that was the thing that was just rushing like nostalgia to my brain but yeah I, I think one is like a pretty fun game and two has got like some great worlds and tron and pirates and all that kind of stuff i really enjoyed it yeah and the combat's pretty good in two as well yeah it's an evolution of one and in, in all the best ways for sure uh three was three i don't know if you played it but it, it was uh uh 45 minutes okay it was, I got 45 it, minutes to it and i yeah. couldn't take anymore yeah it was it was three is three uh we've had that discussion before but sores and smash is, is the original thing you wanted to bring up uh how much are you a big smash fan like where do you fit in the the world of smash i think jericho so actually in, is also in, a, a smash player of sorts yeah in in the same way that there's like a lot of super casual fighting game fans that just like love evo and love fighting games but just know dickens about frame data and spacing and footsies and you know complex play i am that way with smash brothers 100 like as even a huge fighting game guy i understand like smash footsies i just hate it i like can't stand platform footsies like in any in any fashion to the point where i really enjoy smash like four player free for all eight player like kind of smash brothers yeah. So when it comes to like one on one, I'm just like, like I, just, I just dislike it. I just can't stand it. So I'm like super casual, uh, right? Um, funny sure. enough, I was having this conversation with my chat. Uh, it's actually the most consistently played fighting game of my own. Like that's actually that has been on my channel yeah. since Smash for Wii U because it's Smash for Wii U and Smash Ultimate share a pretty similar uh, like dichotomy with each other. Right. Uh, I have not played any single fighting game more consistently than Smash Brothers. But we play it locally with four players live, four to eight players live in the same room. So I have that resource that not a lot of people have. And that shit's addictive, man. Like, it's super addictive to just jam out with your friends in Smash Brothers with items on, like, low. And then just have fun. And winning an eight players, like, winning a... Yeah, 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 exactly. In in the same room. And winning eight players Smash is like winning a fucking battle royale. Like, it's it's like, (laughs) Jesus, like, you're down to the wire. It feels great. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I got to ask a question for, for those upper echelon fighting game players. Are you like the, the, the casual plebs like me? Do you still have like, you can't play Kirby? You cannot pick. Do you have those rules, like the specific rules? Like, you're an asshole. No. You can't pick Kirby anymore. <laughs> like, stuff, stuff like that's, that. We had those that in my house. Kinda, I'm just wondering. That's kind of the equivalent of like, don't throw me in Street Fighter, bitch like no throws (laughs) well that's that's about that level and no i don't think we go i don't think we go that casual where it's like okay don't you dare pick a character you're good with you mother (laughs) right right no i don't think so not not that hard yeah okay 
<laughs> I never, I never yeah, got into I, I Smash think... Bros. So I'm, I'm curious. Like, is Sora being the last, the last one, right? Of, of what? So 89 dumb. characters, some absurd amount of fucking characters. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, like the game is actually yeah. it. And I've had this conversation with my chat a lot, like speaking indirectly about Sora, but about the roster. And because even Sakurai has said this, um, nothing like Smash Ultimate will ever exist again. If they decide to revisit Smash anywhere in the near future, like make another Smash Brothers, what game is that going to be, dude? Like, yeah. number one, it's if it's not Sakurai, who dares take up the mantle of being the lead producer or the lead director of a new Smash Brothers game when you have to follow up Smash Ultimate as the predecessor? That sounds daunting as shit. Like, you're almost guaranteed that you're going to be met with nothing but discourse from the audience, if not developers or anything like that. Um, what about Nickelodeon? So scary. What's well, that? Nickelodeon's a cute, cute fighter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the idea is like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. You're gonna, we're gonna get plenty of uh, platform fighters, right? And from from this point forward, and th that's a genre that is now a subgenre that exists, you know, all over the place. Yeah. But to be like the direct successor to Smash Ultimate with its character oh. roster, that's so impossible. And even Sakurai admits it. He's like, dude, like. This will never happen again. Like he practically says that in interviews where he's like, this is a very unique situation that we're never going to be able to be a part of again. Cause we, the, the, from what we understand, the likes, uh, I'm sorry, the rights and the likeness of characters and the, uh, the stuff that went into ultimate, like cloud barely didn't make it in snake barely made it in. Like they had to work their ass off just to get them to come back in ultimate to do the, everyone is back kind of thing. Yeah. And now Sora is literally the legal nightmare. They had to they had to remove every single trace of this guy's association with anything Disney at all. <laughs> and the only thing that remained was the Mickey thing at the end of his keyblade. That was the one thing. Right. Because I've heard from friends that know friends at Square Enix from a long time ago that the rights for Sora are nuts. Like Square Enix owns his hair. Disney owes his sh owns his shoes. Square Enix owns his like pants. And, like there's like the, his his rights are split up into a bunch of different visual aesthetics. That's crazy. To, to several different uh, entities for the reason that if you want to do something new, you have to get the approval of this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. So it's got to be cool with everybody. And that made it That's super funny. hard to get things made. And that is oh. what ultimately Sakurai had to do. Wow. I'm just picturing like the voice actor for Sora with like he has he has a collar on at all times, and if he does just casual like out in the open <laughs> in public does Sora's voice, like it like it zaps him or it calls Disney or something like that. Like yeah, like he would immediately get like you know Hammer of Dawn or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did, did they get? Uh... Did they get Haley Joe Osment for Smash? I, everyone, I I don't know if that's been confirmed yet, but okay, maybe. I yeah, mean, I wouldn't be fairly... surprised well-known actor uh that does yeah, the exactly. i mean yeah yeah, yeah. i i know it, it goes as it goes as crazy as even at the kingdom hearts 3 uh launch event which was in santa monica i knew uh somebody there that worked at square enix that invited me and my wife and they had an actor in a mickey costume playing uh kingdom hearts mickey yeah and i was like okay so i know how much of a nightmare this is and i immediately asked her and i'm like how did you get somebody to demonstrate and play mickey in costume on a non-official like disney version of of mickey mouse and she's like 
Don't ask. <laughs> like this, like just making this happen to take pictures with people for like 30 minutes probably took like six months worth of work. Yeah. It's got to be a legal yeah. nightmare. Um, I remember when I went to Disney in like 2018, I was trying to see if they had any like Kingdom Hearts merch. And the only thing I found was Mickey and like his, uh, the robes, the like black yes. robes that he wears. That was the only, and it was a pin. There was nothing else. I think they've expanded a little bit since then. Um, but yeah, it, it sounds like it's just everything around that game has only gotten worse with every new kingdom hearts thing because it just yeah. gets more and more licensed bullshit but yeah jericho you're, you're you're into smash how did you feel about sora uh i felt like i i haven't um <laughs> you're I not haven't, kingdom hearts fan you don't love donald and goofy Dude, i don't the fuck's i mean wrong you know you, i never man? well who did i'm okay. sorry <laughs> okay so my, my immediate question is who did you want okay i i think that given the types of crossovers that we saw um, I, I really, really, they did tease Doom Guy quite a bit. And I think that given, like, putting fucking Steve from Minecraft in, like, <laughs> like there are now characters in this game that are so comical and incredible that I would have never guessed it. Put whatever the Fortnite guy is in, like, at this point, right? Yeah. But to have Sora, really impressive, really cool, not my thing. I would have almost rather it have been just another fight, like, uh, like, uh, fire emblem uh, character fire emblem char character and i just <laughs> I be mad with everyone bad, man <laughs> nah, no 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 it's like, not that bad it's not that yeah. bad but yeah i think because um, sora but, they they i think they admitted that the ballot way way back in the day like the 2015 2016 ballot um which ultimately like i think they said bayonetta won because she was one of the top ones back at the end of smash for wii u mm -hmm. um it was Sora that took first place, but they couldn't talk about it because they were trying to get his rights and likenesses even Got five it. years ago. God. And it and Got from it. what I remember, uh, the 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 long story short was that they tried to get Sora. Like that was it was happening, but so much time had passed that, and I, I as I explained to people, this entire industry and especially the biz dev part of it is just a rotating door of talent. So the people that tried to make the deal happen back in the day. Uh, something must have happened. People didn't like the way somebody smelled or looked or something. So the deal just didn't, wasn't on. And then different people now work for each side of the company. And then oh, all of a sudden we have a deal. Now it's happening. Like, oh shit. Like they actually were able to negotiate. Hmm. So like this thing True. was been an off and on, like, like hope for so many people for so long. And it's actually kind of awesome that the number one fan chosen character uh, is the last character. Like this, this is the dream character, I'd say, uh, that, that everyone, most people really wanted to be in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. From all the yeah. like, it's cool to hear that. From all the react, uh, react videos that I watched on launch day, like people were legitimately, like it was funny because I watched, I watched your response to it or your react to it, Max. And you're just kind of like, it's a dark soul. Oh, it's fucking sore. Uh, <laughs> I guess they yeah. debated with a little fire. Everyone else was like, oh my God, is that sore? And then just like tears. They were just like, they were just full eruption into like tears streaming down the face, like grabbing people next to them and just freaking the fuck out. It's like, okay, that's pretty yeah, cool, right? <laughs> but I've already had like two or three characters that did that for me already in you Smash already Brothers. You already popped off? Okay, that's worth it. I've, already, I've popped yeah. off so damn hard with Cloud. I popped off with Terry. I popped off with, with Sephiroth. Like, yeah. just like astronomical, like, what the fuck is real life? What the fuck? What is going? Like, like absolute, like, mind-bending shit. 
uh so i can sympathize that like not every character and i realize this with steve like the take you kind of have to like oh i guess like this is going to make a lot of people happy but damn is it not for me it's just not like yeah. it's the same thing with sora like i don't I think Sora is actually kind of an interesting addition just because, yeah, he has a big-ass history, and yeah. Kingdom Hearts is a popular-ass game, and all of us kind of played it back in the mid-2000s. So it's cool. It, I think it, it really is a, a, the nice little bow that ties everything together and shit like that. Yeah. It, it, I, my favorite tweet about the whole thing was someone saying that, like, Sora can fight the Minecraft guy, and then it was just them laughing into a camera for, like, 30 seconds right? yeah but there's a video game where sora can fight the minecraft guy and that's perfectly fine that's why, that's why it's so good yeah <laughs> that's why wild. that's why ultimate's great great roster awful netcode figure it out yeah yeah well they gotta get that <laughs> you still playing uh guilty gear by the way max have you touched guilty gear recently uh, i haven't touched it in a while i've been i've been super off and on with fighting games because the past month has been full of so many freaking releases and trying to catch up on uh october halloween stuff and it's always yeah. a busy month for me uh guilty gear is actually getting a really big balance patch i believe this friday like a system patch yeah so they're changing the they're way a lot the first of first one yeah yeah they're, they're instead of just b between some character stuff they're actually going pretty hard on core system mechanics um and some of it sounds pretty interesting like did they put out a so bad uh, guy might be getting hit pretty hard because hey, they're thank, changing some thank fuck some ways some stuff works yeah wait are, didn't you main soul at the beginning or no uh, are you always i Leo? tried him at the start but as a streamer you can't play soul bad guy why is that uh you, you just fucking can't man you does can't chat, play the character you can't you? play characters that are super like obviously really good I in fighting May. games you did i did get shit though you're right it was absolutely <laughs> Dude, that is that is 100 a thing that you have to deal with it over was. the past like 10 plus years of me playing fighting games and shit that's one thing you i've learned that you have to deal with is you're the fact wrong. that you're going to get discourse if you use really good characters i played a lot of may and anytime i would bitch the immediate response for chat was you're playing May. Like, you can't yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God damn it. Let me so complain. I play Leo, who was arguably, like, absolutely one of the sleeper best characters in the game. Now he is, yeah. And, he, and he's super fun. And I actually think he does things even better than previous previous Leo. Um, but, yeah, I think the game is in, in, incredibly fun. I'm just waiting on, like, uh, more characters. Because I like Gold Lewis. He's, but he's a weird big bozo. Um, yeah. and it takes he has a some shit that you really got to get used to and i jacko was definitely interesting but this is not a character for me kind of thing i'm still personally waiting on bike and obviously and i'm curious how they would approach that that girl's play style because i've always thought she's one of the coolest looking video game characters ever right um so yeah it's i mean guilty your strive is fantastic it's still it's still great it runs great online um it's lobby out. system is trash yeah the lobby system's fucking dog shit i i might have to check out that balance patch though i didn't know that was coming uh friday might that might be it'd be a good opportunity to do so yeah unless they nerf the fuck out of may and then i'm just i'm I'm done with the game right like they can't nerf my character i gotta be <laughs> they take to, away the dolphins yeah i gotta be able to dolphin they're just gone yeah they just they kill all dolphins in the world it becomes lore couldn't do it couldn't do it anyway i'm nerfing a character did you guys hear i don't know if this is a true story or just a reddit rumor or whatever but let's hear it the whole the whole reason for i want to say it's for cryptocurrency or something is because of an, a warlock nerf in wow like years and years and years ago you don't oh okay, one of, one of the like creator i think one of the creators of is ethereum a right? yeah ethereum, yeah one of the creators of ethereum f yeah uh was like a warlock main and i think he like lost 
something from a nerf and he went on to make f and now he's a billionaire I, that's like the very short story i know what you're talking about i don't know the very specifics of it though yeah i think i, the, I think that's the true gist of it i got was like he quit wow because of a warlock life drain nerf or something like that and then he was like fuck wow i'm gonna find something better to do with my time how about this yeah he went oh. and created the the coin f <laughs> and right. now he's now he's literally a billionaire yeah yeah, yeah. wild shit it's probably a rumor what urban legend but i just thought that was a cute story yeah yeah all right let's take a break we'll come back we've got uh back for blood halo infinite we could talk a little bit of that if you guys want me and jericho could talk about 2042 which uh i'm real people hated that thing and i was kind of into it so i'm i want to get into that uh we'll let max mm -hmm. talk about dread uh which is his, apparently his game of the year uh spoilers so we got all that and more. If we can cram that into an hour and a half, I'll shut up so we can get a little bit more time and we'll be right back with more. Drop frames right after this. We'll see you guys then. Welcome back to Drop Frames going into the second half. Max, do you want to start with Dread? Um, we could. Okay. We definitely could. Yeah. I, Has anybody else tried it but me? I think you're the only one. Zeke, have you played it off stream? Not not yet. Okay. But uh I I'm just uh I I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm <laughs> preparing preparing mentally for uh my journey into dread. I don't I don't know if I'm gonna stream it or not yeah. yet. I've got just shit on my plate right now as far as streaming goes, but it's definitely like top of the list of what I want to play next for sure. And I'm so, excited to hear about it. I have another question then. Has anyone else in here besides me played Super Metroid? Oh yeah, yeah. As a kid, yeah. played it like played it a long time ago, right? Yeah, not. I wouldn't say recently, but yeah, I, I'm very familiar with Metroid and and yeah. Okay, so I never did. Oh, um, and I played. Yeah, I heard about like, that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I saw your played uh, it your a little, couple like, of like yeah. a, a few days before um before Dread came out. Right. Interesting. So. I mean, long story short, I absolutely loved it, right? There, there are some definitely some cumbersome things in, in old Super Metroid, but I was like, at the end of it, just like, yeah, just like clapping at the end of like when the credits rolled of Super Metroid, like this 1994 game, right? Yeah. Um, but it made me really excited for Metroid Dread, but also like, man, they're never going to be able to hit the notes that, you know, Super Metroid has. That's just going to be almost impossible. But a lot of people were telling me, like, dude, you got to play Zero Mission. You got to play uh, Samus Returns Remake. You got to play Fusion. They're really good. And I just didn't have the time to jump into them. Um, so crazy enough, I'm, like, officially a Metroid weeb now. <laughs> You're full-on Metroid uh, fan? In, like, one week. Uh, <laughs> it's it's crazy. So, yeah, I uh, I really like Super Metroid. And I like Metroid Dread even more. Um, th this game fixes a lot of the stuff that Super Metroid had problems with, which is obviously controls, character mobility and stuff. This game's like hyper action game focused. It feels so good to move around and play in this game. It, uh, I think the biggest, most cumbersome element is the fact that there's no D-pad controls for some reason. Weird. Um, which is the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's actually an analog controlling 2D game. Hmm. Um but that's like my one big gripe about it. Uh, so I, I really enjoy Dread. I know you guys haven't played it, and I don't want to talk, talk much about the game. Um, but I would say 
because I prefer you just to go in and just discover things because that's the most it is the most enjoyable thing as is what I understand a Metroid game is now is just discovering and figuring out what goes to where and how goes to what and searching to see what's possible and then solving puzzles in your own way that is so much harder than the way it should be which is now like a th- I'm like everyone's like oh Max is Max is a Metroid fan now because he's solving puzzles the hardest way you possibly can and not doing <laughs> it the easy way I'm like I get it um yeah i really i got through it last night on uh beat it 100 percent and i beat it on hard mode so i've like cleared the game twice fully and ended a full clear run and i i would personally say it's actually tied for game of the year with um returnal and i already felt i mean as a as a secondary metroid uh awareness uh, uh, returnal felt like it had a lot of metroid elements in it already uh, in in the world with the character and like the lore and that kind of stuff, uh, knowing secondhandedly what's in this the lore of these characters and stuff, um, yeah, Returnal very very much felt that way. So it's weird to me that there was like two games that were Metroid like that are sort of in 2021 my personal picks for the game of the year. Yeah, I, I've heard like the the <clears throat> theme, the the emotional response to this is very much in the name of like dread. Like they they have created a game where you're constantly uh, fearful of everything. Is that like? Do you agree with that, or do you still feel completely super disagree? Really? I I think, and I actually like had this conversation with the chat. I'm like, I don't know why they call this game Dread. Really? Like, I, yeah, like there's this part you're literally watching right now where you're being chased by these robots and shit, which is uh, which is honestly there to um to switch up the sort of monotony of a metroidvania of just getting thing moving to one place unlocking this getting next thing you know right right it's 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 there to uh be like a a a bridge gap in between sequences where these guys also give you like unlocks and stuff um and i really like these sequences like these these stealth missions they're actually intense um and they get really intense later on they're fun so it, it, to me, it's like, yeah, the meme was like, oh, that's the dread kicking in. Uh, and, and yeah, like when you're getting chased by these things, there's, but they're, they're very segmented. It doesn't, this, this occupies like less than 10% of the whole game. Oh, weird. Um, okay. It's a very small amount. So to me, it's like, I, I, I'm actually kind of like curious story-wise, like why they went with the, the, the word dread. And because the rest of the game is a fairly challenging, very fun and rewarding game that uh to me like even on a second playthrough i was having a blast dude sorry i'm skipping uh, ahead here. i think i think the reason it was called dread is a a nod to a previous uh metroid prime game where they mention it right you're right it's like a mission log it's like operation yeah. dread or something weird like that yeah, my chat told yeah, me yeah. that oh weird mm-hmm. no so it was it was just related. a weird okay. like just a little kind of like throwaway info line in one of the uh metroids were just like uh this must be the oh god i don't remember what it was but like this the dread initiative project dread or something <laughs> yeah. like that and that was it that's all you got of it and it was like what the yeah. fuck? and then everybody who who was like a you know a metroid file was like they mentioned they said this they said this was happening or this was coming or this whatever they mentioned that in the other game yeah, yeah. I guess another question I have about it uh, that I've heard, but I, I don't know if it was ever, I never heard confirmation of it. Um, is this like the end of the story of Samus Aran? Like, is this the conclusion? Is uh, like, uh, where, where does it put I can, the story? I would say, because I guess that is like 
technically spoilers. I will say this is absolutely the continuation. This is like right after Metroid Fusion, okay. from my understanding. It is. It opens with like Metroid Five, like on screen, the same way that Super Metroid opens with like Metroid Three. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is a direct continuation of the story from Metroid One to Samus Returns to Super Metroid to Metroid Fusion, and now this game. Which is interesting because there's like a lot of elements it's going to be taking from the previous games in the series going forward, even though there was 15 years in between. <laughs> like there's a lot of time that passed. So it just continues like it just continues like that. None of that really ever existed, like that big time gap, and they just go with it. Hmm. Well, I'll get away from the, the story related questions then, because I, I think we're wearing thin on what else I can ask you around that without spoiling stuff. Uh, you mentioned like gameplay wise that it's difficult. Is it just like input difficult? Is it mechanics difficult? Is it like learning how to play the game difficult? A mix of all I, the above? Like where, where would you at, where would you pin that difficulty to? I'd, I'd actually pin it to a little bit of everything because the, I think that the number one thing that immediately comes across as difficult is bosses. Okay. Um, bosses almost feel souls like in many ways. Dang. To the point where it's like, the more I started playing Super Metroid, obviously like a game from 1994, I started realizing I'm like, dude, I'm getting like some serious Souls feeling in this game. That's really old. The way like the environment control you at times, like if you're not perceptive enough, you're gonna miss this thing. And if you if you are like you know curious enough to actually explore these elements you're going to get rewarded for it that like i'm like this is a big souls element and like and with no perspective from super metroid i started realizing that and now and that is definitely carried um throughout this yeah so yes the game is as absolutely requiring a bit of you um in the dexterity department but i think no more than a game like ghost of tsushima where at the end of Ghost of Tsushima, it was like every single combination of every single button on this controller was it was a new action and something different you could do. Right. That is essentially the same thing that happens here, right? Like there is so many tools and cool gadgets and gimmicks that you're going to have by the end of the game that the way you're whipping and zipping and flying around and doing stuff is like super impressive to look at when you get access to all the tools and utilities. Yeah. Um, you didn't happen to play this on a new Switch, did you? On the OLED? Uh, no, I didn't get an OLED. I didn't get an OLED because I, I, I don't usually um, play Switch Portable. undocked. Yeah. And I'm like, the chat won't be able to see this. So what the hell's the point? Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> The only time that I would ever play it portable, I have to fly home this weekend. I'm like, maybe I should get that OLED. Maybe, maybe for the four hours that I'll be flying, it's worth it. It's fucking not worth it. I'm trying to stop myself. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be totally worth it. 350? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's more than the fucking like flight home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so, it's a business expense. Uh, you know, maybe. Now, you, now I'm. So, think of all the flights you're going to be getting. Here, on. Here's you the go thing. To They're going to be impossible. I'm not going to TwitchCon. They're going to be impossible to find. Is the only thing that's the issue is the scalpers yeah. rule the world. It's now, it's not a free market anymore. It's a scalpers market, uh, which is maybe a free market as well. But yeah, they're impossible to find. So, just quick question, maybe it's a stupid question, but the uh, the Nintendo the Switch to OLED it doesn't play any different docked, does it? Like on your nope, it comes with okay. an Ethernet port on it, which I think is the only thing. But you can buy an extension or like a USB Ethernet plugin. Um, okay already for the the switch with the usb port um it's purely an undocked situation uh and and it's an oled screen if you've never 
I'm sure you, I think you might actually have an OLED as your TV. I think we've had that discussion before. So it, it looks good in that regard, but it's the same hardware internally, apart from being a okay. different screen. And it's okay. like, it's slightly bigger. I, I think the screen like kind of fills out the rest of the, the switch uh, rather than like cutting off on the edges. But yeah. Anyways, it, if you have an iPhone, I think an OLED, I think the iPhones have OLED. Uh, yeah, the newer, the newer iPhones have OLED screens. Yeah, yeah. So uh, did you run in? Yeah, personally, I, I love this shit out of this game. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. even going from like no Metroid experience nearly at all. Like my, my experience was like, oh, this plays like a worse Mega Man um, back on like the NES and Super Nintendo. That was like my only impression that I had of the game. And to jump into like Super Metroid to eventually go to this, I was like, holy shit, dude, these games are good. <laughs> like, oh, I get it. Like I, 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 chat saw me like make the convergence to becoming a Metroid weeb. <laughs> where i was just like started questioning sales and stuff like that and they're like oh max cares about metroid sales he's definitely a weeb now <laughs> he's definitely he's a metroid in. fan now if he's talking about sales boy <laughs> like that's a big thing yeah. like these games largely do have not had like great sales in the past and stuff like that so and this is apparently charting very well in the uk which I is a big that. outlier of the us yeah yeah i saw it was doing it sold well it's kind of hitting like before the rush of fall in a lot of ways um for game sales and i i think they were also trying to capitalize somewhat on like halloween and dread right like they were they marketed this game a little bit as kind of a, a scarier metroid um and a lot of the the commercials and whatnot um with the the things that chase you but as you said it doesn't sound like that's the case when you play it yeah it's it's actually kind of a it's it's not that much of the game yeah that that does that it's most of the game is really well crafted game design progression exploration um the map is huge uh it some people will be like dang like you can get through this game uh pretty quick it's if like you hours, know where to right? go right yeah my first playthrough was about 10 hours um okay. but the map is like from what i've heard three times the size of super metroid uh the reason for that is the reason why it might take a similar amount of like play time to beat uh, is because in this game you're way faster. Like you get so much more tools to move quick, and you don't have to deal with like great. the loading screens uh, in between rooms and stuff like that. Everything moves at like three times the speed. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, like there's even on my second playthrough, I'm like, chat, where the hell am I going? I've already seen everything. Just tell me what direction of the map do I need to go? Because I just need to get the thing and go over there, and I have no idea how this insane web of this environment is connected. Uh, it's it's that huge i don't know if it was an um, outlier tweet but I, I did see that like they were almost complaining that the game was like too linear it, do you like how do you do you think that comment holds any weight is it is it not as linear no. as this person was saying at all was it just a complete outlier comment comment uh, tweet no. that i saw i i don't think that's true if, if the comparison is to super metroid that super metroid is this vast open world game uh absolutely not okay. for I don't want to spoil too much. This is maybe a slight gameplay spoiler. Okay. But the game has designed sequence breaks. Um, so, for example, my second run of the game on hard mode, uh, I went through the game knowing about a sequence break. And what that essentially does is that every single thing you unlock for Samus essentially leads you down a path to unlocking the next thing. So I'm like one to one to one to one. And there's like an obvious first playthrough set order. However... With the knowledge of a certain couple of sequence breaks at the start, you get things much earlier than you are normally first playthrough intended. 
Huh. Well, what that does, it sets you down a daisy chain to unlock the next thing, the next thing, and the next thing in completely different orders. So the game is like different. Like I had to approach so much more of the game on my second playthrough a, with a different mindset because, oh, I don't have that yet. But I have this. So I, it was like my second playthrough was absolutely different than the first one because the developers put in multiple ways for you to essentially acquire these items, which is super smart because they acquire they, they require some pretty nutty tricks That's in me. order for you to, to get to them. Yeah. Zeke, I know you had a question. Yeah. Uh, uh, Metroid uh, games are the one, one of the few games that I, I do actually kind of like 100% and get all the stuff and that kind of thing. Um, did you get uh, all of the pickups on your own, or did you get get some help? Like, I'm just doing 100%, so I'm just going to ask for help gathering everything. So the the nice part about the 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 UX in in Metroid Dread is the game will highlight moments where things are missing. So you'll go back okay. to your map, and there'll be flashing parts of the map that are like, there's something in there. You just haven't found okay. it yet. So it sort of it does like a Resident Evil 2 remake sort of thing where it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go back and now that I got everything unlocked, I'm going to start revisiting the map. And I literally spent like three to four hours going back 100%ing the game and just going back to all the rooms I missed and all the different doorways I didn't unlock and just went through the whole fucking map and did all that. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, I cool. got a little bit of help from the chat in some places because some places are genuinely hidden. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's about it. And uh, that's super fun. Like that, I'd never 100%ed a Metroid before. I didn't do it in Super Metroid. Um, and it was a blast, man. Like, holy hell, just the, the amount of insane, like I understand what a Metroid puzzle is now, where you have to utilize all these different tools in your mobility from like six mm -hmm. screens over, and you have to carry all of that over here to do this thing way over there. I'm like, holy shit, dude. I'm like sitting here like racking my brain. So I'm like, if I go here, do that and do this and it's like i i have to turn the chat into uh yay or nay mode so they wouldn't spoil anything so right, goes, yeah, yeah. Me. And i'm like chat am, am i is my brain too big here or is it an executional thing <laughs> yay or nay i can totally see your like, fighting game brain like doing exactly shit that does no purpose. it became a pretty dang fun chat experience trying to figure out all these crazy secrets in the game too yeah one of the yeah one of the i remember one of the joys and and pains of of playing a metro game is going like okay I got super bombs. You go like, like awesome. Then you come up against like a door. You're like, okay, let me try missiles on. Okay, let me try that. Yep. God damn it. You have to like leave <laughs> yep. and you have to come back again. It's like, okay, I got the super bombs. I got the super missiles. Fuck another door. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so. The, the really cool part about this game, and, it, and it, I don't, this is the shit that just like glazes over your eyes and you just don't even realize when you're playing it. Um, and I really noticed it on the second playthrough is like the game design aspect where you come back to an area and you're essentially revisiting the area on the second run, right? But this time you got a, a new thing. You got like super missiles or whatever. Mm. What the game does is that in this little spot up here, you see there's an item that was before unacquirable, but now the thing right in front of that item is what your new shit opens. So the game is naturally leading your attention towards these items with your new equips at all times like the game is very well designed and how how interconnected this map is where it's like you're kind of just going forward and it feels like oh i'm going backwards though but not not pay attention you actually you're going up here now 
So that happens your entire first playthrough. And so much of my first playthrough is doubling back and running back and like, Jesus, I must have missed something. And I should have just been going forward. <laughs> like, I'm an idiot. Like, I, I kept <laughs> doubting myself when I'm like, just trust the game. The game is telling you to go this way. Yep. Yep. A lot of, uh, okay, come back for that. Mm, come back for that. I'll be back for you. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. See that thing. And you okay, feel like I'm going to be back for that. I'm going to be back for that and back for that. And then some things you will, but most of the time when you're on, when you're playing it, that, shit, that shit's going to come back to you actually naturally by the game design, which is really fucking crazy. That's, like they yeah. really thought this shit out. It's, that's what it's you want. kind of insane. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what you want. I think when you play a game like yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, someone in the chat had a question. I, I think it's, uh, I'm curious as well. Have you ever played hollow Knight, or did you skip over that? No, my wife did. I don't know if she beat everything, but yes, that is the the That's number the one giant requested game that everyone to say, wants me to play. Yeah. Next to like Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Wait, have you ever played Symphony of the Night? I've seen it played and I remember almost none of it. Wow. Remember like an upside down castle and that was about it. Okay. That's a, yeah, you okay. You've unlocked some good games then. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> right. You might be interested in for sure. Um did you play this? Uh, did you use the Joy Cons or did you have a Pro Controller? Just out of uh, no, I used this thing. I oh, had a converter, you had like a blue, like a dongle or something. How the fuck does that? Yeah, work? I have a dongle, and I I can't stand the Pro Controller. I have connectivity issues with the Bluetooth on my Switch, and if for some reason I use a PlayStation Four controller, this is better. Huh? Yeah, I I, I would not use. I I, the I one of the one of the biggest. One of the biggest gripes of the game is really the analog sticks and having to use analog sticks to control Samus. I think it sucks. Um, and there's some tricks that actually make it difficult because the, the stick has to return to a dead zone and you need to go back fast. So that's one thing I honestly hope changes about the game is being able to control it with D-pad. Huh. I'm, I'm oh. going to watch the se sequence to see how this thing... Oh, okay. So it can't crawl. By the way, explain them what what's the meme around Samus not being able to crawl? What's this whole thing? I need to understand uh, it, this so it, the kids stop making fun of me. Max, help me out. It was some <laughs> some person that like played Metroid or Super Metroid for the first time, like memed about it like a decade ago when they got to like a small hole in the wall where that is okay. meant for morph ball, and they're like they didn't have morph ball, and they're like, why can't Samus crawl? What the <laughs> hell is going on? And that was about it. Okay, a fair question. It. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Uh, well, cool. I, I think Zeke, you're already sold on this, right? You're gonna jump in regardless. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I I've been waiting for a a, a good two two D Metroid for yeah. a while now. Like, I'm not like I wasn't the biggest fan of the primes. Like, I played them and it was just like they were good. fine. That, I, it was I, I enjoyed experience, it. Experience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but I still I still remember like playing uh, Super Metroid and going this game is a fucking masterpiece and i love it and uh i mean even playing the uh um metroid 2 on the green screen game boy <laughs> that was a great game too i was like man why they ever go away from this shit this is just wonderful yeah, yeah. i think you're really gonna like this game <laughs> yeah i i probably should play it for uh game of the year reasons it seems like it's it's popping up on enough people's radar uh, for being a contender of a, a top 10 list. So might have to venture forth, whether it's off stream or on stream, but uh, I'm glad you liked it, Max. It seems like you found a new, uh, a new gaming love out there. A new weeb. Yeah. <laughs> the old Samus Aran. Yeah. <laughs> Jericho, let's talk. Uh, you want to talk Far Cry for a little bit? 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I, I think you're the only one out of all three of us that have played it. Yeah, it's um, it's Far Cry again, still. Um, but like, spoilers. Here's the thing with it. Spoilers. I I have a soft spot for Far Cry because I treat it like I treat Fast and Furious movies, where oh. like it's just turn off your brain and play the game. And like, you know, it's, is it really that serious? I, I was not a fan of the last one, which was you were in like backwoods, Montana. Funny enough, me and Zeke both cult. finished that one, I think. <laughs> yeah, that one was my least favorite out of all these. But um, Giancarlo's a fantastic actor, a fantastic villain. Um, really, like, I'm only, I'm playing co-op with Goldglove. We've played every single Far Cry together pretty much uh, in co-op mode. So this is just you know, I, I fuck around and I don't do anything serious and he plays the game strategically. So it's kind of, um, it's, it's a nice mix of play styles, but I mean, look, the game's fantastic looking. Um, it is really big, surprisingly big. And they took out the tower shit where you climb up a tower, really you gain view of your map. So they've actually done planning on how to get you around the, the, the map. You're on an Island, multiple smaller islands. So like each mission is like a, um, Go to this side of the map and you know while you're there you might want to go explore for different stuff so this we're on the tutorial island air okay. quotes still pretty big um with a car it took me like three minutes to drive across four minutes maybe and this was one like one fifteenth of the whole map oh it's fucking huge so um yeah it's fun stupid fun good fun the side there's like little rpg elements where you can like upgrade your um your stronghold to get like access to better weapons and whatever and this is guapo one of your uh companions i've heard a lot about so. guapo i feel like he's a star Guapo's great for the game uh chorizo chorizo's the winner it's a little wiener dog with um oh, God. Uh, paralyzed back legs so they gave him little like wheels so you know he carts himself around. wait the, can but, you uh, use him in the field like you can guapo yes yeah what is he what yeah, is he, what are his gameplay moments like what is he like nips at the heels and distracts the uh the the enemies <laughs> ah yeah he's very cry. liable to die yeah i mean you can cockfight in the game um like literally you can you can it's like a mini game where there's a cockfighting ring you choose your cock and then you go into like there, like there's you know use jk and l to do like high mid low attacks and you can dodge roll like it's it's like apparently it's fighter. very tekken like yeah, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Tekken. It's like Tekken a 3D S, fighter? Yes. <laughs> yeah, almost. It's kind of weird, but I mean, you play Far Cry to enjoy the the general absurdity of the combat. Like, I have a giant, uh, like a railroad stake gun. I don't know. You know, it shoots like a yeah. thing. Um, you, you have a giant rocket launcher on your back. Um, there's nothing serious about this game. Uh, the gunplay does feel good, though. So. That's good. Hey, I, if you want it, like, good turn off your brain and play a game. And I think it's, uh, Far Cry's always had a pretty decent hunting, gathering, um, kind of sides, side quest, uh, game where you can just play it not to advance the story and enjoy yourself. And they've, they've done a good job expanding on that. So I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, I, I will finish it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. So how far. How far are they getting towards just cause territory where you like grapple hook somebody's foot to like a propane tank and they oh, go yeah. into space? That was what I was off. going to no. ask. <laughs> so I, so I all, oh, man, God, you love just cause for it. 
it is far cry is like 50 percent of the way there and i don't think they're gonna it, it's not much bigger in in like absurdity to the last one like i was throwing shovels as my primary weapon in far cry four or five right like that's it, it's it's absurd where it needs to be you can still do crazy like physics engine engine glitches you know i'm still like assassinating people in silly ways but it's not ever it's not grapple people to the to the to the airplane <laughs> like and like have it take off but makes sense you know is is yeah. giancarlo esposito worth the price of admission and loan do you, do you think he makes it worth it's a 60 dollar game right yeah no i mean i don't know i, I hate like, recommending it, it, games because well, it's not like what I, yeah. I i guess what i'm asking is is his performance of giancarlo really esposito's good. performances in like breaking bad or any other you know he's famous thing yeah. he's done that was, the, that was the second thing that i said right like he's fantastic he is Voss was like a really fun villain for me in far cry 3 i think it was um he giancarlo is the currently my favorite villain so far he's he does put on a great performance yeah I mean, he might be the reason people are, that I buy it. <laughs> people are saying fifteen dollars for UPlay Plus. Oh, do yeah, they have, like, you have to get a Yeah, they've got like a Game Pass thing on UPlay now, I guess. Some sort of similar system. I think they might actually had that for a while. I I'd love to know. Yeah, I think they've had it for a minute. It's uh good good on them. So for the four of you that have that, you can get it for fifteen dollars. I mean, also Far Cry's tend to go on sale. This I don't know if this is a game you need to play today, right now. You could probably play it in six months, and it'll be just fine. So, might maybe wait for sale. If yeah, you're feeling it. Forty you, bucks would be great for this. I think. Do you happen to know, like, main, if you mainline the the main story, what the playthrough is? Seventeen and a half hours, uh, according okay. to how long the beat. It's and that's just main story. And Far Cry does a good job, like I said there earlier, a doing a bunch of yeah. <laughs> what, what, what i i you know i wish i'm looking at it too and i was like i'm not doing? i'm pretty sure i was i think I, i'm was this drug know. day on stream pre- is that what just <laughs> no i think i was making a pretty vulgar joke about like getting cummed on if i'm honest with you Got it. So, okay all right yeah as you do. so now you know as you do yeah, yeah i'm glad i asked cussy. All right. <laughs> it's probably a cussy moment it's true <laughs> it's true eleven so uh did you do we go over like it how how it looks and runs and stuff does it like make your make your runs great smoke out or (laughs) i don't know man i i think this they've done a good job with the optimization i play 1440p ultra graphics i think 90 plus frames i don't have the i don't know if they have an overlay for you play but um yeah feels great for me runs great for me looks great uh the screen tearing is only in f in uh the cut scenes because i think they're capped i don't know they're maybe yeah capped at 60 probably something like that for console but, um, shit they usually do that yeah yeah oh and it's so cheesy man god i it's so cheesy sometimes but it's just like that's far cry like the second mission is go assassinate the president and you're like i'm sure this will all turn out just fine yeah like, well i think ever since like mm-hmm. what four right they started to to slowly get into the absurdity and you mentioned five and like me and zeke five both was so bad two. shit it was comically absurd um yeah and this one seems like they're doubling down on like the fun aspects uh i think max made a a great uh call with just cause being uh, a way to relate to this game uh but i feel like just cause went too much into the just cause world and made it not fun um 
So yeah, hopefully they don't approach like, that your... with this franchise. Yeah, here you have three weapons, four weapons, crafting. You can upgrade. There's unique weapons that you can't modify but have unique statistics, like a pistol that just shoots. This is like the first day that I was playing through, but you like a pistol that shoots fire or poison or yeah. So I, I'm happy with that at the very least. And um, yeah, I would say it's like half of just cause. Not quite there. Story's pretty okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, so talk. would you say uh, uh, just real quick? Um, People were con- like talking every time a Far Cry thing came on, it was like everybody was like political or whatever. Like, how did it feel? Did it feel like <laughs> preachy or shitty or uh, whatever? I think the jo- the the funny thing here is I I mean I don't know if this is what they did, but like there's a longstanding um, uh, conspiracy or or rumor that Cuba has a, a cancer drug that they are just keeping to themselves as you know X Y Z, which is kind of what this is based off of. Is it political? not any more political than the last one was where you're like it's all about cults and at the end it's like spoiler it's it's about drugs in the water and you're like what the fuck right i think they go about 60 percent of the way they could or like of the way towards the political spectrum just enough you're like yay political game and then they're gonna and then it just takes a left turn and you're like none of this is even remotely close to being political it's they're not gonna like yeah i've it's it is what it is it's not that crazy okay okay Wait, is this yeah. how they handle like is this main mission or this is a weird main missions, yeah. Huh. Really weird. It's almost like that's why I said it's kind of like RPG like you're in third person in some of the camps for no reason. You like like it they don't explain it, you're just in third person. And then you go into first person when you leave the camp. And I'm like, okay. Great. Interesting. Yeah. They had it stay out of the cleaners. I see them then back there say hi. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, they're they're, oh, they're doing <laughs> They have the backpack back. Yeah, yeah. Take up, feast your eyes on a on, on a one seventy nine privilege. No, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, playing Far Cry Six. You got a co op. The only the only time I play any Far Cry games, I got I have a Far Cry partner just like just like Jerry. But I'll tell you, it seems a little bit less like co op and more like kindergarten or babysitting or something like that. <laughs> Well, I uh, think that's the same. The is same thing. The, you're you're in Brennan's. Was that still what? Tutorial Island right there? So I uh, yeah. interject. Okay. Wait, no, I'm sorry. I didn't even see. I I'm pretty sure. Just go back five okay. seconds. Hit the arrow key. Oh, it's arrow key. Yeah. Uh, it? yeah, that's still Tutorial Island. Damn. Okay. That's just me zoomed in on it. Um, uh, I believe I don't go off of Tutorial Island on day until. One. Yeah, until yesterday, because I was waiting for Goldie. And okay. that's when uh, it's like eight kilometers across. And and wow. no, I'm sorry. It's probably bigger than that. It's it, the longest distance we've had to go is like six and a half kilometers. And that was just vertically the size of the map, not horizontally. So okay. I was like, OK. And, and that took a while. It took like 10 minutes of driving. <laughs> so, is there any flying you know? vehicles? Yes. There yes. is. Flying f- tanks, airplanes, <laughs> helicopters. Was there flying like, stuff you in know, five? It, I just yeah, yeah. There were helicopters. There yeah. For some reason, it, the only thing I there's remember from five, oh, there's for sure flying stuff. Okay, we had a lot of fun with those. Yeah, the only thing I remember <laughs> from five is watching uh, the AI people that I gave a rocket launcher just like try to shoot a rocket and then hit a tree three feet in front of them and just die. Well, that's <laughs> I was like this, they, game's this great. game is this is a great game. This game is. 
it's all content for that reason, right? Like the AI like is so there. It's like a show in themselves. I'll be hanging out and then like they'll get into a skirmish and then like fire will start and then Guapo will get caught on fire and he'll run to the enemy. It's just chaos. And you're just standing here like, uh, all right, cool. Like, nice. What are you going to do? Awesome. Emergent yeah. gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. Emergent gameplay. A lot of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means. It's like a trendy buzzword now that uh, develop well marketing people. I shouldn't say developers are starting to use for like open world games. It's the oh, emerging the game gameplay like, that creates itself. Yeah, gameplay that creates situations that could yeah. be unique for every player type of thing is emerging uh, gameplay. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's the new yeah. buzzword. One of them at least. <laughs> uh, let's talk Battlefield for a little. Jericho, did you go back and play anymore after last Wednesday? I played six hours, which was a lot for one map, one game mode. Um, uh, and and let me tell you, that game felt way better than I thought it was ever going to feel. And I was pretty happy with all things that I was playing until I got off the game and all my friends who are huge Battlefield, like, you know, Smitty, Eli, love the game through and through are like, man, this game going to fucking they suck. Saw, yeah, I was dude, like, I was the same what? way. I was so surprised. Same exact experience yeah. that you had. Right. I was like, damn, it's going to suck. Why? And they were going through all these lists on like the changes that they're making or didn't make since the alpha. All like they're very convinced that this game is not worth their support at the current moment, which was surprising to me because I was like, man, this game feels great, guys. Like the gunplay feels so snappy. Like I the could not like, agree more. Oh. Yeah, I felt so like we I played two different games, dude. Like, because uh, maybe I I went I went as far as to like watch uh like skill up a uh, 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 YouTuber yeah. that I watch a lot of, and we generally share the same opinion, so I watch a lot of his content just for that confirmation bias, etc. And uh, I was watching him like talk about Battlefield. He fucking ripped the game apart, said it needed to be delayed again, like said this was not ready for launch. There's no way in hell that, you know, four weeks or three weeks out from launch that they're going to be able to, like, ship this game in a working state. And I was like, dude, did we even play the same game? Because I had, like, I had zero issues from a performance well, perspective. And the right. gameplay was like, I, the first day I was a little cold on it. And then I think the second day when I was playing by myself and I started doing like dumb battlefield shit, I was like, oh, okay. It's a dumb battlefield game. Just like all of them. And I had a lot of fun with that. I went back like a third, yeah. the third day and I, I had just as much fun. So the, the, the glaring issue here, which is very weird to me is we, the build we were playing was confirmed to be at least a month or two old, right? right. It was not, it was from July. It wasn't from, it's not it's not the most recent build which i was like well then why are we beta testing this for you like what is the issue the hud elements are huge and unscalable like they really need to work on that and then as somebody said in my chat and a lot of people echoed they removed the class system that they, they had so like you know um and for me a non-hardcore hardcore battlefield player i don't care one way or the other very much i think that that's a fine change but i get that people really don't like it because it was a core battlefield thing they've had for a decade so it's a weird thing to change it something that's significant that also wasn't that significant or needing like nobody was requesting that change i don't think um so i i guess it was a lot of decision making things that i was kind of confused for 
And I have nothing else to add other than like, I have to kind of believe my friends that care way more about Battlefield than me, which is why I'm like, I will obviously play it on launch, but like, shit, what am I not seeing here? Dude, you, yeah, you take all the words, all the thoughts on the game myself, because I was the same exact way. I, I like enjoyed the game and I like streamed myself enjoying the game and like laughing and having fun. And then I'm like, wait a minute, was I not supposed to enjoy this? Like, Stop having fun. Did, did I? Yeah, no. Literally. Did I misconstrue this experience to my audience? Do I need to apologize? Like, I was very confused. I'm sorry, I had fun. <laughs> it was it was a strange strange experience. Uh, everything you just said, I think I will echo. Um, I, I I do yeah. think there are there definitely are issues. Like, where the fuck is the global scoreboard? How the hell do you not have a global scoreboard in an FPS game where it's 64 right. versus 64? You got to know if you're, you know, you got to know where you stand or else you can't like, I I hope they didn't do this, but like, I want to be able to say, man, that guy sucked just like I thought he sucked. Cause I could see on the scoreboard, he went one in 10 or some shit, right? <laughs> like, that's part of the battlefield experience, part of the FPS right. online experience, but I could totally see where they would not put that because of assholes like me right like they don't want to give us the ammunition to be able to say like oh well we lost because this guy went you know he had 30 deaths or something like that right like if we had those 30 tickets then we would have won type shit um a lot of these yeah. big scale fps games really try to scale everything down so that the people that aren't good don't feel as bad right right because that represents a very large majority of people that are playing the game you know yeah and Jerica, you might be able to, you might be best to speak to this because I think you played more Call of Duty than all of us probably combined. A lot of people said that they Call of Duty-fied Battlefield. How do you? Like, oh yeah, they did. That's why I love it. Is that is that why you think people are also upset a Dude, little bit? The the movement. I literally got into the game and started running, and I stopped, and I was like, and I was like, oh man, this feels like this feels like hard movement it feels a little bit like apex like the way that you run in battlefield of old you had heft you were kind of clunky and unwieldy um like your movement as a character felt more close to tarkov i don't know how else to explain it or like even halo's old movement speed than what it currently does the same with halo they totally codified halo movement and it feels way better in my opinion so mm. i like it it makes it faster and for a game that's this size like you need the uh, the at least the illusion of speed because it's a long run and so the sliding in the game is is Call of Duty esque. It's um yeah I think it's for the better but sub I mean it definitely will feel different than old battlefields and for that I see a lot of people maybe not enjoying it. Right. Yeah. One of the common threads through a lot of the complaints of the game that I saw is in other battlefield games you didn't have to be like an aimer you could grab support and like get a blowtorch and sit there and like hold down the mouse on repairing a vehicle and the way that they get around repairing vehicles in this game is they just automatically repair if you're out of combat through some nanotechnology they don't really explain it but it's it's in the future so hey, they really just, they just auto repair vehicles that's, yeah nano machines awful yeah there's no there's no repair function uh and so oh. like that seems like they more just want to get players into the fight. Right. I could right, see the, yeah. the pros and cons in, of that, 100%. And in the same way that Warzone eliminated, like, essentially attachments and all that kind of shit that was all over Blackout, they're just like, hey, we just want people to loot less, fight more. 
And it feels like we want oh, people to not worry about all these remedial tasks. Go shoot other people. Yeah. Chad is saying there's a repair 100%. tool, but to me, it seems like a complete misstep because you would have to equip the repair tool unless it's like one of the four class abilities. But I thought the engineer dropped the turret. And so it would replace like the recoilless M5 or the C4 or C5, I guess, as they called in this. Um, I don't know what yeah, slot the repair I, tool takes from that. It's equipment. It's, it's just your equipment slot. It's the same as like the medic revive. Okay. Um, you know what? You know what? I also like, I feel like this year out of any year, they've really leaned fully into the only in battlefield type slogan shit that they actually kind of like few games make me think to myself, like, yep, this is uh this is a core like battlefield moment, um, with things exploding, flying around. Yeah. Um, the zip, the grappling hook is so silly. It is so fun. <laughs> it is the, it is like the fact I that Halo and Battlefield. Like in this one in this game. oh you in halo i you, loved it but in this one i was man. like i'd rather have c5 i want to blow shit uh, up no. not like zip to places and die no because you zip up and you use it as like a as like a swing and then you can do trick shots in the air like how you know it's like silly. i get what you're saying silly yeah yeah for yeah. me the and i think this is just how we experience battlefield differently for me, I would go to the highest spawn point in the game, jump off with C5 and drop it on top of people that were unsuspecting. However, I noticed by the third day, motherfuckers started Four looking up armor. and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't parachute it on top of people because it would just shoot me out of the sky. And so I don't know how, like, yeah. uh, how much fun I'm going to get out of that uh, scenario. Try hard assholes. Let me have fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were, a, there were some real gamers uh, over the weekend. I'll say that. Um there, there are definitely some like weapon kits that you can get that just so, the time to kill is so fast. Jericho, I got a question for you uh, in terms mm -hmm. of the overall impression that this left with like the latest Vanguard beta, which one is sort of doing it for you more? Battlefield. Um, really? I, I'm actually not excited for Vanguard in, in that um, I'm excited for the new Warzone stuff. I don't play Warzone, but um, traditional PDM like unranked gameplay doesn't fucking do it for me anymore. Like I can't sit and play unranked call of duty public matches for six hours. Like there's <laughs> my only goal is to have like 15 minutes of a good game and then do yeah. it all over again. It doesn't do it. Battlefield has these large scale, you know, I don't feel pivotal to my teammates success. So if I want to spend 20 minutes setting up a C4 rocket, you know, like stupid thing, I can do that. And like, there's more content and variety here. Um, same with Halo. I feel like there's a lot more variety with what I can do. So, um, yeah, Battlefield also new game modes that they're going to try out with the Portal game mode and this, like, weird Tarkov-type so, mode they haven't announced yet. There was So they announced it. They had a trailer announcing a full trailer for that or something yesterday. I, I haven't looked at the news yet. To I haven't like, looked at it. See, yeah, and some of the leaks were saying that it was like... Uh, it was more hunt than it was Tarkov. Right. Um, it's tomorrow, maybe. Okay. I mean, well, I'll have to see what that's like. But, like, all of those things are more interesting to me than the traditional Call of Duty experience. Warzone, great, I fine. Agree. But Battlefield is, it's it's also uh, 40 bucks or 60 bucks is a lot for Battlefield. Halo being free. I know we're not talking about it. It's like. Dude, I'll huge. I'm gonna be 100, and I, you know this because I talked about Halo the entire time that we were playing Battlefield together. I think yeah. Halo 
this year is going to fucking dominate every other multiplayer shooter on the market. Not only because it's free to play, but because it's the best one. Hands down. It is like, it is what you want from a multiplayer shooter with friends to just fuck around and have fun with. I think it's going to yeah. be just huge, uh, which is great because I'm, I'm more of a Halo fan than I think I was of a, a Call of Duty and, and Battlefield fan. But I didn't get a chance to check out Halo Infinite, but everyone was saying super positive things. And I, I did definitely feel like, oh, they Call of Duty fied the shit out of, out of Halo, but it might have worked out in its favor. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, how do you feel about that? I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just reluctant to admit that they Call of Duty fight Halo, but maybe they did. I don't know. I no, think but it's that's okay. Like you, feel, you right? Right. Yeah. You don't have to admit that they Call of Duty fight this Halo because you have footage. to admit that they Call of Duty fight Halo back when Reach came out. Okay, like when they when they put uh, Bloom in, when they put specialist operators with abilities in. Um, when they like all of that was hand in hand with like black ops and, and shit like that like it is call of duty 5 but it is this halo infinite is still as true to halo of, of an experience as i would have hoped it would be even though the movement like max was talking about is what i'm talking about when i say call of duty 5 like that maybe even apex legends like because that grappling hook i said it on stream i was like if you had told me that the second best grappling hook, maybe the best grappling hook in a video game would be Halo and not like Apex or, you know, some other like uh, like Quake-esque shooter, I'd be like, you're so crazy. What do you mean? Yeah. Movement in this game is so good. It, it, the grappling hook is remarkable. Like, I, I'm, I'm so sad. smooth. It's, oh. it's so stupid. The, the amount of like incredible moments that it creates. And I don't... Uh, I think it's forbidden for me to ever say, Zeke, you should play this FPS. I feel like Zeke would fucking love Halo because of the grapple, because it can get you into like crazy, absurd situations where you're grappling a fucking tank with a gravity hammer. And right before you actually like take over the seat, you let go and then slam the gravity, gravity hammer and the tank goes flying in the fucking sky. <laughs> and you don't even yeah. have to aim for any of that to happen. You just like point your reticle towards it uh like I those mean, type of moments are just remarkable it's so fun but unfortunately it is still halo so like you're going to have such a huge skill disparity like halo this this halo without I, hidden mmr or i mean i think there's gonna be ranked playlists or something there will be probably Dude, yeah. It, yeah it's, it's, it's gonna, gonna be sweaty. it's gonna be one of those yeah but i think there's also it's like fine i think there's casual play I, this is big team battle and honestly i had more fun playing big team battle than i did the 4v4 stuff weird i was just about to ask that how big is btb in this game i think it's 8v8 so 16 players no 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 it's more than that is it it's um 16v16 right that's great 12v12 that's 12v12 12v12 yeah yeah that's decent yeah that's good yeah um they I mean, only, that's they what only it's always map. been and it was ctf uh at ctf they had some team slayer in this I never played Strongholds, but it's kind of like it's what it's King of the Hill I, yeah. type deal. Um, even well, that thing right there, by the way, the other equipment stuff, uh, it's a pushback. So, for example, if a fucking warthog is barreling down at you, you pull out this thing and you if you aim it at a wall, the warthog gets knocked back, slams into a wall and explodes and you kill three people. Yeah. There's three people in it like that type of it's stuff so is going to create so many fun moments of just in previous Halos. If you saw a warthog and it was just you. 
you'd get obliterated. You would get destroyed by the turret. And now there's actually like a way to defend yourself against that type of shit. Um, and those equipments are right. everywhere on the map that you'll just stumble upon with how they've built. Oh, the, so they're the not cooldown based. Uh, no, they're well, there is a cooldown on them, but it's very short where you will be able but to. You do don't them. have like an inherent, I'm the grappling guy, I'm the reflect guy, no. or anything like that. No. Okay. No. Weapon pickups. Yeah. You can go to like that, right? That shit is only Halo, where you're you're in a fucking that warthog is... flipping around, like losing your shit, That's... right? It's great. Yeah. It's great. They are. I, uh, I still think it's. There are spawns, by the way, uh, Max, on the map, but when you walk up, so right there, uh, I don't know if you were able to see it, but at the bottom, there's a little ring. Yeah. And when the item gets picked up, the ring starts back and it starts to slowly like fill. And so gotcha. you can very much walk up to a spawn of whatever item, look down at it very quickly and be like, oh, this is going to spawn soon. I'm going to sit here for like 30 seconds or five seconds or 10 seconds. And then it'll spawn. You can go on about your way. Um, so they're, they're very smart with like the visual cues for that type of stuff. What were we going to say, Jericho? You remember? Uh... Oh, I no, I don't remember what I was going to say, but I mean in a similar vein, the just to be like honest, I the first alpha play test that they had, I was shitting on it. I said it felt horrible, like not like it was just there was a lot wrong with the game um to the point where I was like very disappointed. So that's why when I got on this one a couple weeks or I guess a month later, I was floored by how much better it had felt. So I don't know what they did, but like if that's the level of updates and stuff, then Good, but I still think it's a mistake not to launch with Forge. I agree. Co-op campaign that yeah. sucks, but like Forge, I think both are like, a huge blow to you know yeah. what you expect from a Halo experience on launch, right? Well, the, um, wasn't right. there also like controversial leaks about like a battle royale or something like that too? Wasn't there something like that in there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they said that they're not doing that. Yeah, they at least not it. at launch. Uh, I suspect being that infinite is looking to be more of a service and like an online perspective that, you know, six months, eight months after the game's launched, a great way to get those people that played throughout those six to eight months is to launch a, mo a BR mode, right? Like get people back in the game by announcing more shit. Um, yeah. Which is probably why they don't necessarily mind delaying forge and co-op campaign great way to get people back into the game is hey you can now play the co-op or you can play the campaign with your friends or you can play the forge maps this, with everyone else uh come back and play the free play game the, so do we know if this is the last like halo or like because if what you just said uh oh one of the cleaners hit the the internet <laughs> oh man that's a that's a 186 move right there uh top 100 wouldn't have them uh hit the internet <laughs> you know no, the top 100 has robots doing that shit. Isn't that right, Max? I, talk, <laughs> yeah, I talked right. about the Battle Royale thing, and they they disconnected the wrong person's internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, they looked, and they said, well, wait, he's he's top 100. We can't cut his out. They Let's tried to hammer of Dawn me, and they got Jericho instead. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we'll see if he shoots me a text or something like that. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, that, it's Halo Infinite. I, I cannot wait for this Looks game good. to play out. Yeah. I'm actually curious because I'm one of the weird ones. I loved the Vanguard beta. And this is somebody that kind of stopped play playing. It. I stopped playing Call of Duty multiplayer back at like Ghosts. Just became, it became less and less interesting. They made things worse and worse and worse. And I was like, this just isn't as much fun as I remember. Dude, the Vanguard beta had like 24 versus 24 on relatively normal sized Call of Duty maps. It was 
bonkers. And they sort of have taken away those big team, like large scale ground war um, on normal size maps and Call of Duty has been gone for a long time. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Now they're bringing it back. And it's like, hey, normal size maps, shit tons of players. It's super fun. So to me, it's like, damn, this is doing exactly. I mean, it's relatively like the World War II shooter. Yeah. But I was having a lot more fun with it than Modern Warfare multiplayer, than uh, especially Cold War multiplayer. Because yeah. I played those games for a few minutes and that was it, man. There's a grapple. Uh, but I started grabbing at every single one. Yeah, I, I I can't remember the last time I played a COD multiplayer. It was probably like Warzone when it was first announced just because it was, yeah. you know, a new thing. Um, Warzone and Blackout are genuinely great times. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever play the, uh, do you play the campaigns at all? That's like the one thing I do play is the you campaign know, for every game. Really? I haven't, I don't think I've played the campaign since Black Ops 2. Man, I, I don't, maybe, if you, maybe I'm, I think I played Infinite, no, wait, I think I played the one with Shithead Kevin Spacey, whatever one that one was. Oh, that was Advanced Warfare. I think it was Advanced <laughs> that Warfare was, the was like the X, last one. Uh, to pay respects, or press F to pay respects. Yes, that was uh, the last game. one I played. Yeah, okay. They're pretty, the, the past two have been pretty fun. I've, I've uh, ranted before on the show about how much fun I had. Um, Everyone says Infinite Warfare is like primo, like single player Call of Duty campaign stuff. I'm kind of curious to see if I get a chance to check it out. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're dumb campaign fun, right? Like, you know what you're going to get. And it looks very pretty, uh, ultimately. Yeah. But I think yeah. I actually played the, the Modern Warfare, or the, excuse me, the Infinite hold on excuse me the space one <laughs> there's the a space lot of words i i, yeah, I, I space skipped Call that one and you played the space one yeah yeah i think i yeah. that was the one that was the only one i've skipped uh i think so maybe i have to go back and revisit that but yeah sorry guys i am here i'm here i'm just that's letting true. you know <laughs> that's true didn't mean to scare you with my voice uh i got confirmation uh cleaning the cleaning crew did pull the ethernet cable so jericho will be back that's amazing yeah nice <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back soon yeah we saw the whole story like pan out right in front of us she was like going up the stairs that she was in the back that she circled around a few times that she's coming through and destroyed the internet that's true that's true uh what else do we have to talk about uh, battlefield to kind of sum it up uh i i hope all the things that people want changed and fixed get fixed because if that means that I don't have friends to play a Battlefield game with, that'll definitely shorten the amount of time I spend with Battlefield. Uh, that That is a game that is like quintessential fun with friends. Um, for whatever reason, it might just be the fanboy-ism that uh, took place. I played the shit out of Halo Infinite, and I had no friends playing this uh, <laughs> at the time. I just popped into these big games and like had a blast uh, just playing with complete randoms. So I'll probably do more of that, most likely. It was it was a good time, uh, and the the matchmaking made it so I wasn't playing with like absolute sweat lords the entire time, so I wasn't just getting destroyed. We'll see if that's the case on launch. I think if you have a free to play Halo game, it's gonna be a lot of sweaties in uh, in those matches for sure. But maybe they'll filter them out. I don't know. Uh, what else do we have? Is there any other talk? Far Cry, talk twenty forty two, talk Dread, talk Infinite uh i don't need to talk about i i was in the final fantasy in or final fantasy 14 endwalker media tour two weeks ago but i'll talk about that after the stream uh max are you gonna play endwalker are you are you i dude i i i i jumped on the hype train like uh back in july yeah and 
if I only put in like a couple of hours into the game every few streams, you don't get very far. So no. I, I got to the point where I beat Heaven's Word. I okay. did all the Alexander content and stuff like that. I got to the end of post Heaven's Word and I'm on my way to Stormblood. And that shit took me like two and a half months. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, these game, this game is long, man. Like chat gives chat was giving me the impression like, like, oh yeah, you're at the end of Heaven's Word. You're almost there to Stormblood, and then we're gonna get to Shadowbreakers. It's gonna be a great time. Like, sick. And then, like four weeks later, I'm I'm just at the end and then beating Evansward now. So I'm like, I'm really enjoying myself, but damn, I need to stop streaming every other game. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds about right. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm I'm unfortunately not going to be able to catch up to the hype train. I really wanted to because it was like I want to be I want to like enjoy this the same way everyone else is. But yes, like the, the game does allow you to essentially casually play. And I had like a wonderful group of people that are helping me out and sort of like escorting me through the world. Uh, but damn, dude, that MSQ shit takes a long time. Uh, yeah, and they, they um, I guess now since there's no embargo, they said uh, the game director told us that uh, it's a lot longer than Shadowbringers and Shadowbringers was 50 plus hours of uh well 40 to 50 plus hours of MSQ. They said it's probably going to be, you know, 70ish, I think is what they told us. So there's a lot that's uh, great. A lot that's coming. great. Yeah. Like like having too much content is a great problem to have. It's true. Yeah. That means the entire MSQ will be over 300 hours for that game, which is wild to consider. Um, mm -hmm. that's all that's so much fucking game time uh chat did remind me that uh we did some back for blood yesterday hey, this yeah. game's really good i don't know if you guys know this but uh this game's like phenomenal i did not expect to uh, be on this show saying that but it's very good they have like how did you guys play the beta i did and i did not like the beta uh, okay so that was the impression i got from my circle of friends that were like i'm like oh so we're gonna be playing you know not left for dead and they're like now nah, we played the beta don't worry about it and i was like oh okay then i'll just fuck off then but apparently it's a lot better yeah the the beta um what's the best way to so the beta was like you know uh, it, it was a demo it was a vertical slice that was just the levels that were in it and that was it this one has like the connective tissue through the the maps aka some fucking proper ass cutscenes that like give you a little bit of a story thread uh as yeah. you progress through the the actual game which helps and then it it uh they did some like balancing so we started on uh veteran so it's like rookie veteran nightmare or something like that so we were playing on the the second difficulty we it, you do not want to do that you want to start on rookie do a playthrough go through on like veteran or maybe bump it up to nightmare at that point uh starting on like harder difficulties without the actual cards which is like the the quintessential quintessential system in the game that really allows for progression uh is just brutal it's a fucking nightmare um but once you start getting cards the game really starts to if you think back for like left for dead one of the reasons that i didn't necessarily like left for dead which is kind of heresy i think in a lot of uh a lot of circles out there was there was no progression right like a map was the same the first time you played it at least for me uh granted there are some like random occurrences in this one you can have like actual character builds and you can structure the way that your build develops by the way that the cards are given to you on each mission 
um, in terms of where you just place the cards in your 15 card stack. And so like you can start with two or three different power-ups and then you know by like the third mission, you're gonna have the power-up that gives you uh, the ability to wear two primaries. Or for example here, hmm. a thing that makes your pistol just absurd. Uh, you can see how fast I'm firing on these mobs. <laughs> That's a 15 round clip or mag or whatever. And I'm just like dumping on these zombies. And I have a thousand rounds because I have so much additional or percentage of ammo. And the only reason that I have like a thousand rounds of pistol ammo is because of the cards that I chose to get there. Um, and so it really added like a whole amount of depth to kind of that Left 4 Dead style um, gameplay that I didn't necessarily know that I wanted. It's it's almost like RPG esque. Um, you got hit. You got hit with the emergent gameplay. I did. I, I got hit with the emergent <laughs> gameplay. Yeah. So I was playing like a, a sniper pistol thing. Uh, this is one of the the beginning or sorry the end of Act One. There's four acts. Fourth act only being one mission. I don't know how many actual missions there are in the game. Maybe twenty, something like that. Uh, there was a good amount of like different gameplay some of those do reuse the same maps um with like different uh time scales on them uh chat saying it, 37 it, holy shit that's a lot more than i thought how is it functionally is it uh crossplay with all platforms or no it is crossplay yeah nice yeah we we had uh we had randoms pop into our game yesterday that were definitely on xbox i was playing on the windows store uh the people that i was playing with were on steam and we had zero issues connecting with one another um it just kind of like worked essentially uh, which is also, I don't know if you can go from PlayStation to Xbox, though. I, I would hope so. Um, but chat might have to correct me on that. It's also on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you get this game, which is wild uh, to consider. But uh, chat saying you can. So yeah, you can have Xbox, damn. PS4, PS5, Game Pass, PC folk all play together. Well, damn, I might actually be trying this out with uh, with my crew and just seeing... Because it's a good proper spooky game. It's spooky. There are some there. It's funny you say that. There are elements in the game that are like jump scary. You can turn a corner and a random creature that's like stuck to a wall will just grab you and pin you down. And the way that they do it is kind of like jump scare in uh, in the mechanic. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a zombie game. Um, apart from that, it's also really cool um, if a horde spawns. Um, so you can see there's, there's cards, for example, that will put a three minute timer. So a horde comes every three minutes, which is just something you have to be cognitive of. Um, but when that comes, you can actually like sit in a room and have them funnel through a door. And it's really fucking awesome. At the end of a horde, after they've all, you know, been killed, they, the bodies pile up at the door. And so there's just a oh, mound. You see all the chaos. Yeah, there's just a mound of like blood and guts and mush of everything you just obliterated just right there with like blood yeah. splatter all, all over has the wall. Collision? Uh yeah, yeah, like you actually kind of have to step over it. Um, oh, okay. Now when you come back later to that same area, I think most of the zombies have despawned. That's kind of how they get around it. Um but it's it's really cool when it happens cuz you're like holy shit, like we just killed you know, 70 zombies and they're literally right there in front of us on the wall uh, or on the floor, on the ceiling, depending on, you know, what, what type of devices you use to get rid of them. Um, I was, I was definitely not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Um, and definitely not like thinking about builds that I want to go back and use. Um, Cause you can do Zeke. This will speak to you. You can do a melee build. 
there are straight up melee perks to where like when you swing at someone you will get lifesteal um if you can get those cards where necessarily that won't happen if you're shooting them with a gun um and they have like baseball bats they have tomahawks they have like uh you know baseball bats with uh, nails in them that type of shit uh all stuff that speaks to your arsenal uh sure. that you prefer zeke so it's definitely worth going well, and, and playing <laughs> if you have a bunch of friends well that's the thing like when max maximilian was like yeah i get my regular crew out i'm like man that's that's gotta be nice <laughs> <laughs> going out there with just like three friends and that's all i mean three doesn't seem like that much right yeah but, you know? yeah dude i absolutely <laughs> I absolutely identify <laughs> that that's a mega luxury, you know. Yeah, There's a reason yeah, why yeah, I like sure. I hold that dear because it's like the 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 break of like the solo streaming. Yeah, I know. I come. That's the thing. People miss that shit, man. People yeah. miss like just like cranking on games with that usual like few dudes or like whoever your crew usually is and just playing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, also like also it's 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 my fault. Like I'm not I'm not like. I'm not saying like, oh, poor me, you know, forever alone. I'm saying like, I know that I've I've played co-op uh, games on my stream before, and it's, uh, it feels it feels like I'm ignoring chat and all that kind of stuff. I'm not as interactive with them. I'm not like yeah. taking out comments and stuff like that. And it always feels weird, so I I tend to shy away from it and only do it like on special occasions. It's a different stream. I I hundred yeah. percent can relate to that. Like you you approach chat differently um and if like your your stream or your chat is not necessarily used to that it it becomes apparent very quickly maybe i need to make them used to it maybe i need to maybe i need to uh, treat them uh, you know like to more to more co-op streams so they get used to taking care of themselves when daddy's not paying attention dude pick a, a day. deep tissue <laughs> massage to yeah. the chat yeah just make it like hey we're doing multiplayer shit today i want to check out this you know it's multiplayer uh monday or some shit i think you take mondays you off go. but yeah. yeah sounds great yeah it uh, it's it's <laughs> i i enjoyed this game a lot and i think it does even if you're just going to play through the actual like one go campaign on rookie um and you have no inclination to go back and play on the harder difficulties uh i had a fun time with it we only got like a little bit under halfway Jer jericho did you play this yesterday i didn't play it yesterday and okay. i'm not gonna play i'm gonna play it in not this weekend but next weekend with my group of nice Gr group of boys but no i liked the beta and it was fun and yeah no, really like it was full release then right cool. different I'm game stoked. it looks it looks good yeah, that, yeah that's you actually convinced me you guys have convinced me to give it a shot because we we played aliens fire team which is fairly similar to this so did we uh, yeah, not even that long ago that. that was great yeah we had a good time with that the like day or so that we played it it was this one feels like a much uh more fleshed out version of that game if that makes yeah. sense um though i think it's going to be a hard pull for you because like i think you're with with the alien behind you i think you may be a fan of aliens uh, no. <laughs> i don't know if that's uh definitely didn't name my daughter ripley <laughs> I don't, I mean, maybe no maybe worries. like the alien stuff who knows no worries yeah yeah <laughs> um but it's definitely worth it i think i think back for blood is uh kind of a surprise that i enjoyed it this much there's also moments where it's like, hey, you need to stop shooting these guys and just fucking run, right? Like, you're not going to survive. Um, the AI is smart enough to where if you're just, like, fucking around trying to loot, it's like, no, 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 no. You're going to start dealing with these creatures now, or you're going to die. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah. So if you if you have like a, a so you're telling me if you have a party member that's just a loot goblin. Yes. And they just love being a loot goblin. The game is gonna come after and get them. Yep. I love it. Yep. I, we have to play it on stream now. <clears throat> yeah. The, the AI is very good about that. Um, we ran into a creature. So like in the beta, there, there's like special versions of the monsters. Obviously, just like there were in Left 4 Dead. And uh, there's a handful that weren't in the beta. One of them is called the Hag. And it's just this giant monstrosity that chases a party member, eats a party member, and then burrows down. And if you don't kill it, that party member dies. And I was unfortunately the victim of a Hag yesterday. <laughs> so I know firsthand how this works. Because if, if your party's not paying attention you're just going to straight up die. Um, and they have elements in the game. So like if you, if you're looking at a special monster, you can press Q and it'll ping that for everyone in the game. And it'll say like mm. burster here or, or whatever the type of monster is. Um, so they did a good job of making that type of stuff. Uh, interesting. This is one of those moments where we had one of the members just run because we got overwhelmed at the end of the level. And it, the mission was very much designed to just go. I think you're supposed to like nade some of the mines so they stop rushing you, but we didn't have any nades. So it's good. It's also on uh game pass again. So if you have game pass, just yep. like the stupidest deal in video games. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Someone should uh, go back and watch all the drop frames that we've done. Put all of the things that we've said about game pass into one single VOD. <clears throat> yep. Probably yep. be like two hours long. It's the stupidest deal. Yep. There's a boomer right there. He knocks back. This mission went to shit. It really did. Anyways, that's back for blood. <laughs> anything else? Did we miss anything? Zeke, uh, next week we're going to do, I'm going to, we need to get an indie folk on the show and just do nothing but indies. How about that? That sounds great. Okay. Cause I know you did. I love that idea. <clears throat> we got to yeah, figure out yeah. who, um, we'll talk. We'll figure out who that is. Yep. Maybe just invite yep. Rami back. Rami's probably uh, the the candidate for that potentially. He's the he's the go to. Yeah. Like I'm trying to rack my brain. Like who else would be a person for that? But Dodger as well. But Wednesdays are tough yeah. for her. Yeah. Dodger's good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Jericho Max. Anything else you guys played? You want to just shout out real quick? Uh. Shout out Gas Station Sim. Good game. I can't wait for him to update it. I'm not even lying. I played like 12, 20 hours of that. And uh, I, that one's the best Sim game out right now. Okay. All right. I heard that shit was good. And I was like, yeah. are you kidding? And they're like, no, I'm not even kidding. It's actually fun. Sips played yeah. a lot of that. All right. I actually watched Sips play a lot mm -hmm. of that. Fucking like sweeping the gas station and making sure oh, he's I had got it. chips restocked. Mm -hmm. And it's wild. It's wild. I played uh, uh, Riders Republic last night for the first time. I didn't play the original mm. beta. I had a sponsored stream for it, and I was like, oh, I intended to play this. Um, Is and, it out, uh, out? No, it's out to like the 28th, okay. I think. And I liked it. It was uh, manic and crazy, and there were some interesting abilities and things you had to learn for every single uh, course and demonstration. It seemed like a very uh, populated world, too. So, I don't know. I thought it was... Seeing like 64 people flying down a mountain on dirt bikes is just like a sight to behold. <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah, I th- I'm definitely curious. That feels like a very much like, oh, let's get the chat in here kind of game and just blast on some of these like big game modes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to revisit on launch, you think? I think, yeah, I think so. I'm going to see uh, what the best case scenario is and how um, community integration is, how we can get on like the same server, if not room or area. Cool. Uh, I'm looking at the games played also zeke I, I do want to spend some time on parasite eve uh i watched okay. your clip of the end uh not next week for sure i i watched you fell uh fall victim to the uh <laughs> the yeah. safe <laughs> i don't want to spoil Mother, it for next week motherfucker. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was very fun <laughs> having not seen parasite eve in like 20 years or so whenever the last one of those was that's a series yeah, they need to reboot. 15, 16 years old, I think. Yeah, I would love to see Something like more, that. More, uh, yeah, more Parasite yeah. Eve. Parasite Eve one is only well, like I got ten the second hours one long too. too. Yeah, uh, have you played? The, they made a third one of those, right? Or am I making that up? Uh, they made a third I think one. You're on, like, making PSP? it up according to fans. Ah. There is no third one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like one and two were awesome. Don't bother. Don't worry about three. Kind of like when I was like, I want to play Devil May Cry games, like. Oh, you're gonna play one, three, four, five? Like, wait, did you skip a number? Like, no, we didn't skip a number. That doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, Jericho. Uh, oh, I wanted to say, Maximilian, if you uh, if you ever get the Inkling, um, and not just because I'm I'm a sponsor to play it, but the uh, the Castlevania Advance Collection has four of the like three uh, Game Boy Advance games and one Super Nintendo game. Um, in a package with like awesome quality of life shit, like it's like Castle was like um. Did you ever play the Game Boy Advance games? Uh, I knew of ones? them. I never played them though. I've actually never played through a Castlevania game in full myself at all. Yeah. Man, they're, you got they're, a lot of games to play. Yeah, I I played the shit out of the Castlevania Advance games and I loved them. And I was just really excited that not only I'm getting paid to play them, but they came to the PC. They're really good. Yeah. That seems like that seems like potentially the beginning of the redemption arc of Konami. Potentially. Really, you yeah. think they're redeemable? I mean, they can be. They just gotta want to be redeemable. And that's a that's do they want to be redeemable, you know? Let me I add, mean, uh, granted, there's rumors of a Metal Gear 3 remake yeah. and a Metal Gear 1 remake out there right now and yeah, Blue is. Point just got acquired, and it's confirmed that they ain't doing it. That's true. Uh, how do you feel about that Bloodborne remastered thing? Dude, <sighs> I, I don't think I want anything more than Blue Point making a Bloodborne-style like Demon Souls version of Bloodborne. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me. I've been... And then, so the rumor is, right, the rumor, <laughs> the rumor is around the moon, people are hearing that, yeah, Bluepoint is apparently making a, a, a remake remaster of Bloodborne. Yeah. And then the other rumor is that they are also working on Bloodborne 2. Yeah. Which to me makes a lot of sense because it's now a first party Sony property. And they might have like all the game design go through FromSoft and the actual engineering to make the game look good because FromSoft games look kind of ancient uh, yep. to make the game look like as good as Demon Souls. That is some. That is my Omega. Like this is this is my copium. You know, like it's I'm just sucking this shit down every <laughs> single little thing I hear. And I'm like, oh man, it's making me feel good. Yeah. 
it would definitely uh whenever that if it does get announced i think that's of the i think that actually surpasses the level of elden rings like reveal like trailer reveal that would be a pretty fucking big moment uh that that keely's probably seeking uh for a game awards show well, we still want case. to see what the hell Elden Ring looks like. Apparently, half the world has seen it, and uh, like a whole bunch of us haven't. Oh, right, yeah, so there was, was that, like that trailer or the the fifteen the event. minutes of gameplay event. Yeah, that still they talked about like a month ago. Now we have no idea what the hell that game looks like. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. This is a, a weird experience because we we usually have a hard cutoff with this show at three. Uh, I have one more question. Unless someone needs to desperately go, then I will end the show. Great. No. I'm waiting for the question. What are you guys looking forward to for the rest of the year? <sighs> I mean, there's a lot of... For me, it's like... I tweeted this yesterday. We hit POE the end of the season, and it's nonstop for six months. Like, every week or every two weeks, there's just ginormous release that I'm over the moon with. So I, I'm sitting I, pretty in, in my camp, but I don't know about you guys. No, I, October October twenty sixth. Like I don't have anything planned after that because that's Darkest Dungeon two early access. So. Right, that that comes out into this month. That's probably gonna be incredible. That's what I'm doing. I have so much stuff to try and cram in in between there, and I don't know how long I'm gonna spend on it. But it's probably gonna be half of fucking November because <laughs> fucking Darkest Dungeon is a, t- a tough game. You gotta start over sometimes, and you, you just gotta buy a new keyboard every once in a while. There. And you gotta buy a new mouse and maybe a new monitor every once in a while. And then you throw your camera across the room. Maybe you gotta get that too. <laughs> true. All very true. I think I'm actually, and it and it sort of just popped up, and it's honestly one of my favorite games of all time. I'm looking forward to playing Resident Evil Four in VR. Yeah, that that's a thing that exists. Seems like a weird. I hope I don't. I hope it doesn't suck. Kind of situation because RE4 has already been remade by fans and it's like amazing. Yeah. Um. And I. I mean, it's practically still in the year, but Elden Ring, I guess. Like there's there's Mario Party, which is fun, but I I think like I want to play Vanguard. I want to play Infinite, and I hope they're good. But nothing that's like astronomical at the end of this year. That really is like screaming to me outside of like a few games like that. Okay. Like I think Elden Ring is like the next really big one for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sense. I think I'm the same way. We, I, I, I'm not, there's really nothing that I'm desperately looking forward to. Um, and, and I just, I think that Halo and Call of Duty and Battlefield will have enough content to get me to the end of the year. And then there's a bunch of stuff, you know, we have Horizon and, uh, like all of the delayed AAA games are coming out seemingly in January, February, March. So New Year will be good, but um, I'm just coasting, I guess, for now. Yeah, I, man, this might be the first time where I'm the one that's like, man, I got so many games to play because I'm usually the guy like, there's fucking nothing. <laughs> I ain't got right. <laughs> uh, Zeke, for you, I know you, you mentioned Darkest Dungeon. Uh, anything else on your radar for the end of the year? Uh, yeah, one second, let me. For me, here, I'll, I'll read you my list while you're looking. I got POE, then Guardians of the Galaxy, then uh, Age of Empires 4, then Forza, then oh, yeah. uh, Battlefield, then Final Fantasy Endwalker, and then Halo Infinite, and then in 2022, we've got Elden Ring on the 21st, then Horizon Forbidden West on the 18th of February, 
Destiny 2 on the 22nd of February, Sifu on the 22nd of February. There's Saints Row in February as well. Uh, the, the Marvel game in March, Midnight Suns. Then I think it kind of dies down. I dude, we've we've completely forgotten that Guardians of the Galaxy game is coming out in like yeah. a week. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's like this month. Yeah, that's uh, the twenty sixth. Thirteen days from now. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, two weeks from yesterday is when that comes out. Are you guys hot? I, uh, Max, uh, where are you at on the Marvel fandom? I think you, I don't know how where you're at there. I know Zeke is kind of whatever code has never seen a marvel product in his life uh, <laughs> so i'm usually not in in good company when I'm, it comes to marvel fans i'm really into I'm more marvel movies, stuff. just the movies yeah yeah i'm i'm really into marvel stuff when it's in association with capcom but i mean when marvel games are good it, it's really fucking good man like when when those spider-man games are good it's really good and i'm i'm hearing good things about the Same. uh early gameplay previews of guardians yep. and it's actually like fun and witty and, and heartwarming just like the movie and i'm like okay that's maybe i'm actually really going to enjoy this because like avengers was not uh right and it's not and has not turned into anything that is really interesting to me at all um but no i'm super hyped about wolverine i'm like this is gonna be amazing that, this is gonna be freaking great fucking you got uh, right and i'm really excited about the future of spider-man so um yeah i'm i i i think i would i would love to be a fan of more marvel games in general and i really hope guardians is good because i don't yeah. want these games to be bad i want these games to be fucking great same the, marvel deserves to have like the ip is so good that it uh, avengers just it was not not it uh and i i'm hoping that uh guardians of the galaxy is i've been told very good things just like yourself um so i hope that it, it ends up delivering on that we skipped over it in the news not necessarily super big news but that avengers thing uh marvel's avengers added uh some xp bonus mtx into it after saying they would never so that went about whatever man <laughs> put it on game pass for free but then add in some xp boost uh, as well for a little bit of cash so yeah it's hard to defend that one after i felt like i was the the lone soul like oh you know it's all right it's okay maybe you should play this game and now it's like i'm not touching that at all so it's rough <laughs> anyways i think we're good i think we can call that a show and uh and get out of here jericho did they put your internet back together the cleaning people yeah yeah they just tripped over the wire and pulled, pulled you just internet. have exposed ethernet jeez uh my home is actually wired for cat five i just don't know the in, they had left an entire switch in my because uh, this used to be an office mm -hmm. i don't know why they left like a whole rack is in there i don't know how to use it i gotta have somebody come over and like tell me where to plug it in there's like 32 Ethernet ports in it. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'll get it. You'll get it worked out, I believe. Yeah. Zeke, I completely forgot about your list after I asked you to look into oh, it. What's your it's, list? It's honestly like I have trouble looking ahead, but like Darkest Dungeon, like most of my list is like shit that I have to catch up with. Like I going I'm gonna play Outer Wilds DLC very soon. Lost That's Judgment, right. Persona, that 5, came out. Persona 5 Strikers. I gotta get to that. But also, like, uh, uh, there's one other game. Oh, Inscription, which is a, a Dude, I don't that know if it's big cool. or small, whatever. But it's by the guy who did Pony Island, which I just fucking oh, loved. Yeah. loved. Hey, I love weird games like that. So did I'm you watch really the trailer for that, that, Zeke? The most recent trailer? 
No, I don't think I have. Ooh, it might be a little spoilery for you, but uh, that game's okay. got some weird shit going on. <laughs> the weirder that, the better it, they, more surprising it, it right. starts with the dev and he's like saying like hey i'm the dev behind inscription blah 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 cool game uh, here's how it works i saw the i saw the thumbnail of it yeah here's how it works and they like go into a game and he goes this is uh this is a squirrel squirrels are like you know the currency for the game blah 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 it goes to the next thing and said uh and then you just you always want to play a fox if you get a fox you want to play the fox cards at all time and there's like a, a raccoon there and on the raccoon's card text it says like hey yeah, I'm talking. Hey, you, I'm talking to you. And the guy's like, Oh, that's weird. I don't know why it's like, don't trust this guy. This guy's full of yeah. shit. And you're like, What the yeah. fuck is going on? And they dive Dude. into that a little bit more. And then there's like some skips. And yeah, it seems a little wild. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm all about like, like, you know, uh, games like, like that inscription, uh, uh, Doki Doki, uh, Stanley Parable, like anything that like, uh, there is no game, like yeah. shit like that, that throws you for a loop. You're like, Oh, what the fuck is actually happening? Oh, yeah, yeah. that'd be good. That, I'm I'm eager <laughs> to see uh, you play that one and, and come here and talk about it. Might be too spooky for me, even, but we'll see. Anyways, let's do some shout outs. Uh, Zeke, what do you got going on? Yep. Where can people check you out? Tell us. Hell yeah! Well, first of all, thank you to Maximilian and uh, Jericho for joining us, and being wonderful guests. Uh, I didn't speak much, but I don't need to i'm on here every week i'd love i'd love it when guests are on here and they just take over and and talk about their love of games uh like i do every week so thank you guys for being here uh thanks jp for being my co-host as well uh my name is ezekiel the third you can find me at or slash ezekiel underscore iii on most platforms or ezekiel the third all spelled out on the uh instagrams and the tiktoks if you want to look at little one minute videos that we post there uh, I will be streaming in probably about, I'm going to, I'm going to give it about 45. I'm going to go to the top of the next hour, uh, 45 minutes from now. I will be back on live on the air with some more Castlevania advanced sponsored stuff. Uh, thing we voted and the vote came in and it was Aria of Sorrow Ooh. is what we're going to be playing today. Um, so if you want to check that out, that's, uh, happening in about 45 minutes. I will be on tomorrow at 10 a.m as well uh doing uh geforce showing off the geforce now which is something i, I kind of did want to talk about see if we get your opinion on it uh jp but uh and the other Next thing week. oh and then we and after the uh after that part we jump right into echo of echoes of the eye echo echo of the eye the dlc for outer wilds which i'm fucking stoked so that's what's coming up for me thanks for watching cool jericho what do you got going on? Where can people check you out? What's coming up? Uh, yo, always. Why do I hear myself? Sorry. Uh, always fun. Thanks echo. for having me. Yeah. Um, I will be live in an hour, so I got to make lunch. Playing some spooky games. We're playing. We're going through all of the semi-decent uh horror games that are left because I've played most of them. I'm running into Dan's problem. Um, if you guys enjoy music or if you want some DMCA free music, you can check out my record label Night Mode. All one word. We have a uh, DMCA-free label playlist on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can find all our music there. Um, and uh, we have a song coming out this Friday that I'm super stoked for. So other than that, playing some spooky games in an hour. So hopefully I'll see you guys there. Yeah, and if you enjoyed the break music, it was that. It was Night Mode. So you can go check it out. Is that song also DMCA-free? For, for Every screen? single song on the label is. Nice. And you don't need permission from us. You can just use it wherever fantastic good news max what do you got going on where can people check you out i'm sure you're tired <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I'm in the sort of same boat as Jericho trying to catch up on some spooky games now that we're getting halfway through November. Dread, uh, Metroid Dread has essentially occupied a lot of the last week for me, and I feel like I've kind of exhausted it to the point where I'm comfortable with moving on to other games in some way. So, yeah, I would really like to play Silent Hill 2. I've never played it. Ooh. I know that Resident Evil 4 VR is coming out fairly soon. Never even uh, have not checked out that game in VR ever, and it's going to be brand new. Uh, and then there's potentially other things like playing some more Bloodborne for Halloween, much <laughs> less maybe trying out Castlevania Symphony of the Night and doing my own playthrough like with the chat for the first time instead of watching other people play it, which I feel has been my entire history with it. But other than that, yeah, fighting game stuff. Uh, big updates happening this week for Guilty Gear Strive, which I'm looking forward to. And uh, yeah, we're going to ride this wave until... Uh, King of Fighters, as well as Elden Ring next year. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. When does King of Fighters drop? It's around February. Oh, like middle okay. of February. The, geez. They've, I guess I thought it was sooner because they've been doing those character reveals, but I guess there's a lot of characters to reveal. <laughs> I think they I, they have like 38 or 39 at launch. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. They're on like yeah. 16 or something right now. So. Yeah. No, they, that's, I think they might be at 30-ish because they really? showed a whole bunch really fast. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. I must have missed some trailers then. Yeah. Anyways, that's that. That's the old drop frames. Thank you guys for watching. Next week, I'll declare it here. We're doing Indie Week. I don't know who's going to be here. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be on the show, but we'll find someone. Zeke will have his day in the sun, and we'll talk about all the stuff that he's been playing as more. It's gonna happen it's gonna happen you're gonna regret ever saying that jp i'm telling you right now i'm gonna fuck this show into the ground <laughs> well look just be, just because it's indie doesn't mean you have to like drop the like level of the show you know zeke that's not what indie means oh okay I we're not gonna like come back and everything's write gonna that, i gotta like, write that down i gotta write that down it's not gonna be like sure. chip indie we're, we're gonna be like the journey of shows show. okay yeah, there needs to be a new subscriber emote, and the audio line is going to be Zeke saying, "I'm going to fuck this show into the ground." <laughs> <laughs> oh, flip it, ship it. Yeah, flip it and ship it. All right, that's it. Thanks everyone for watching Drop Frames. We will see you next week for Indie Week. We're out of here. Have a good one. Bye bye.